forever. Dog. Greetings, foolish subscribers. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you noticed how long this podcast is. Is the episode actually the length of a feature film? Or is it your imagination? And consider this dismaying observation. The information contained in this podcast has no practical application in the real world. But who are we kidding? That's nothing unusual for us. It's Hauncast, the Fright. The fright. The fright. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Hauntcast the Fright, ghost-hosted by three headless men in their ghoulies. I'm Rot Scaredner, joined by Mike Snarlscum and Jason Skeleton. Uh, that's the best I could do. I I think I got the best one. Jason Skeleton. I, I thought about working a little harder, and then I'm like, you know what? That's mm. just the plain Jason Skeleton. I feel fine about. I think I've seen this ho- uh, this Halloween season. I've seen like filters for Instagram or Snapchat. I don't know what with like dancing mm-hmm. skeletons, and mm-hmm. it always makes me laugh. <laughs> like a skeleton going all out, having the time of his life. Wow. I think it's so delightful. Really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Is it because you use scare already? Because Jason Scaredon mm. feels I like. Thought, well, I like scare in mind. Right. So as you being took that scare. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I carted it over. Being that there was a whole uh, word I could turn. Uh, I should have done like skeleton. I do with a t with a d. Skel- okay, that's oh, good too. Yeah. Good. yeah, skeleton, yeah. or figure yeah. out a way to put scare in mine, and then we all have scare in it, and mm-hmm. then it's uniform. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, because um, skeleton is the closest thing I could think of off the top of my head. Snarl scum was a stretch, also. But yeah. you know, feel free to replace these as we go. I just thought I'd throw those out, and we can mm-hmm. change them every year. Yeah, we'll change them every year. Yeah, sure. Because um, we are doing the haunted mansion every year on Halloween. It's official. Yes. Yeah. This if you were if you were looking at this episode title and think it first of all hopefully uh, you're excited that we are covering the haunted mansion and we're excited to be doing it but if you're wondering how people who took 19 episodes to cover city walk are going to possibly contain the haunted mansion in a single episode we are not this the this will be a tradition every halloween week mm-hmm. will be the haunted mansion because there's so much culture to cover Within the Haunted Mansion. I don't know how many it's going to take. Seems like a lot, potentially. Yeah, I mean, we are going to... Obviously, we've all agreed to do this podcast for at least 10 to 20 years. So, mm-hmm. we know... That's that what the, I... That's that's the handshake deal, I right. assume, we, we made long ago. So, I would say, yes. There's... Uh, 10 episodes, honestly, seems... Mm, we, maybe... We'll see if we 20. can be tidy and, and and keep it in there. And we'll we'll talk a little later about what we're what we're taking off the table. But uh, but basically, you know, this we're we're kind of calling this like the origins of the attraction. We're, we'll kind of talk about uh, how how it got started, all the earlier versions, and uh, how it became one of the best theme park attractions of all time. Uh, uh, but before we get into that, a big exciting announcement. 
today, this moment right now, is the rope drop <laughs> of Podcast the Ride, The Second Gate. Which, if you if you don't know offhand, if you didn't hear our announcement of this earlier, uh, this is our uh, Patreon bonus content uh, world of wonder that we are opening up over at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash podcast the ride so uh it it's open the second gate oh wait oh you know what you know what yeah, i should do, do is, it. Uh, uh, oh, open the patreon content in the name of the weirdo podcast fans of the world yeah all right <laughs> Oh, we've um, already started off on the right foot, calling our <laughs> yeah. donors weirdos. Oh, I consider, uh, no, weirdos is a, uh, weirdos a term is of affection for me. I started, oh, uh, my, sure. my, my buddy Tommy Blotch just started calling me and a lot of other people weirdos, and I realized, it's oh, that means he, that means he likes you. It's that's like, what I started doing, that's too. That's true, yeah. It, it's the line in that uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark song. Oh, uh, yeah. All, all, the weirdos. all the weirdos in the world, in the world tonight, are, these are just the yeah. avant-garde people, that's the interesting true. people, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. what Bono meant. The people you want to be taking over New York City. City, which, by the way, this isn't anything we've talked about, but I did, uh, I, I did want to propose to you guys, and I'll just do it on the air. Perhaps for within the Patreon, an entire episode just about the Letterman performance of uh, Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, we should do that annually we as well. <laughs> I, every I, single year, I watch that every couple of months. All right, yeah. now in year three, we will cover the man made entirely out of mutant bees. Mm-hmm. And uh, swarm. You're talking swarm. I'm, I'm talking swarm. I'm yes. talking swarm. <laughs> Green Goblin would say, uh, "Yeah, Swiss Smith episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure." So that's an example of the kind of uh, uh, wonder that awaits you. But l- let me give a very specific example of what you can find if you go to patreon.com slash podcast the ride mm-hmm. right now available to you is our first uh, uh, Patreon episode, which is about Disney Quest. Yes. It is a full length episode that's only for uh, you, the potential patron. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Disney Quest, which if you don't know offhand, was the five story windowless VR experience. <laughs> Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. lasted for a long time. One of the most confusing things ever on on Disney property, and we know this is it's kind of an internet favorite Disney Quest, mm-hmm. and uh, we thought that'd be a really fun way to to kick it off. And uh, but there's there's going to be all all kinds of stuff. We would do we want to say the basic terms, sure. the kind of stuff well, we'll be doing. Let's say two, yeah, pledge five dollars a month, mm-hmm. you will get access to the Disney Quest episode right now. Mm-hmm. It's available right now. You could stop listening to this and go to Disney Quest, and then come back to Haunted Mansion. Yeah, you can. Pop Park hop. It's a Patreon yes. park hopper. hopper. Yeah. And then uh, uh, starting in November, uh, you will get three bonus episodes a month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can. Well, there, there are different types of episodes we have coming. Yes. Uh, you know, and among others, these, this is not going to just be it. But right now we have uh, three different or not three different. Uh, so we were talking about we have full length episodes. We have character meet and greets. So we've been hearing a lot about like. People want to hear about Sunny Eclipse, mm-hmm. you know, the lounge singer alien from uh, Cosmic Rays in Disney World. And we're going to do that. Yeah, maybe I'm not going to commit to this one officially, but when we we kind of stopped doing that animatronic a month of the month a while ago, and I had a little thing written up about the lady who works in the spaceship Earth uh, computer 
center, oh, yeah. like with the with the cool afro and yeah. the bright yellow. Oh, maybe tights, that, maybe yeah. that's a character meet and greet. I maybe agree. We talk about uh, kind of if anybody with a what's the name of that toy? You have a bunch of them. The Vinylmation. Yes. Um, oh, the park stars. Uh, yeah. Park the park, stars. If, yeah. I think if if it's a park star, it's a good candidate to be a character meet and greet. I agree. I mean, I do think we can talk about the goat on Big Thunder for forty five minutes to an hour. If and we haven't yeah. proven our our worth in the rambling arena yes. at this point, if you don't believe we can do that we'll prove it over on the patreon uh and if you, yeah, you're one of the wonderful weirdos that wants to hear us do that please come over to the patreon come to us the three biggest weirdos of them all <laughs> in the world uh, us and swarm yeah uh, uh we also have a uh, they're called c tickets oh yeah see we haven't talked about c tickets yet this has yeah. been our idea for a while kind of taking attractions that don't really that are kind of riffraffs that don't really fit into a broader discussion of a land uh that are they're kind of their own odd thing that don't necessarily sustain the full two hours although you never know we yeah, don't know possible. where these will go but they're potentially uh more of mini episodes and what have we talked about for the c ticket i mean the one we haven't done one of these yet but we've we always talk about the mike fink keel boats right as, yeah. a, as, as an example of that what are those that's always been one of those weird i'm not sure i ever did it and then one of them like sink and then it, it became not an option to do it but we're going to talk about that I'm I'm pushing for uh, Lucy a tribute. Well, I, I want love the Lucy, Lucy a tribute, tribute episode. I mean, yeah. There was a Lucille Ball museum at you know at both Universal <laughs> Studios uh, Hollywood and Florida. Uh, that was among the more like mundane things at Universal. Mm-hmm. Although maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. Well, I think a lot of actually Aaron, uh, my wife, very uh, fond of Lucy tribute. I'm very fond of it, too. Uh, yeah. I think when you said that for a seat ticket, like a shorter episode, I said, no way, full length. <laughs> oh, we're bumping that over. Well, okay. uh, we'll uh, we can put it on C. I'm just saying there, you may not be able to contain me talking about I Love Lucy yeah, and Lucy Gail Gordon. Yeah, Lucille Ball was probably my first favorite comedian So as a weird little kid. So that mm-hmm. could be a seat yeah. ticket, but that might grow and become... There might, well, these we, might all evolve and shit. Yeah. We got to see if we're even able to do shorter ones. And really, what I think potentially in ep- episodes could consist just of our internal discussions of what goes into what category. Yes, that's I guess true. we do this via text a lot, but maybe we we need to cart it over and make it listenable. We should really just like we should we just, should probably have at least a document because searching through text messages can often be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, um yeah, I mean we should well let's just let's open up our te- let's make our texts and our emails available let's release the archives oh, that can yeah, be okay. part of oh, wow look it's all it's all evolving what is what is the the actual contents of podcast the ride the second gate but that's that's some of the stuff we've talked about do we miss anything we'll do the uh, podcast the, the ride post office yeah. there uh we t- we've had this idea of a lost and found episodes where we go back and cover parks we've already done before we're actually uh, uh speaking of which uh, we started this show about a year ago and the first episode was the et adventure and uh this very day, we're going to record a little character meet and greet with mm. an old friend named Botanicus. Yes. So, or yeah, Botanicus. November, we're, we're announcing, we're not always going to announce everything ahead of time, what the next month is coming, but for the for the month of November, the first month of the second gate, we're going to do Disney Quest, and we're going to do Botanicus, mm-hmm. an episode all about E.T.'s wise teacher from the Green Planet. 
finally not weighed down by the other elements of the E.T. adventure we had to cover before. We don't have to waste time with the flap glopple. We can focus right on uh, on E.T.'s teacher. I will say we we will talk a little bit about the flap glopple. (laughs) We have no choice because that book that Botanicus is in is entirely about the flop glopple. Right. He has more uh, page time than uh, Botanicus does. So he will be mentioned. But... Botanicus, we got a lot of fun stuff. I found something that was shocking to me on the internet, uh, and I'll just tease you with that, um, having to do with me and Botanicus uh, that I did not know existed on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> that someone oh, wow. made. Interesting. And I was like, wh- I found this an hour ago, and I oh. went, whoa, like, I, like it was bl- blew me away. So so that's a tease. This mm-hmm. is a real, fla- like, for your ha- your brand for hashtag Botanicus. Yes, which this is a real flex. 2014, yeah. Yeah. My brand. And we're now finally really taking advantage of it. Uh, right. You're in. Uh, and then I guess we'll say the last episode, the third episode of November, will be about Club 33. Club 33. You may have seen on Twitter that we got lucky enough to go invited to Club 33, and we, we ate and drank and, and and why not with this new exclusive experience right. that we're crafting why not put the ultimate theme park uh, mm-hmm. exclusive experience uh, in into there I so the podcast that. that read the second gate has private clubs that you yes. can yes. join <laughs> by, which uh, yeah i really makes me laugh putting the club 33 <laughs> episode there makes sense uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, these are yeah, these are champagne episodes that you're gonna get. Uh, so yeah, that's the beginning. That's as we said, we won't always know what all of them are, but if those are enticing to you, then uh, head to to Patreon.com/slash/podcast/theride. Mm-hmm. No colon uh, in that web address. There's never a colon in the middle of a web address anyway. No, but, only uh, after HTTP. Yes. Oh, that's yes. The only, only there. Spot. So, um, yeah. but just the words podcast. So our famous podcast colon. Is, our famous uh, colon. Saved. Yeah, um, is not is not there. But also, you can just click on the link in this episode description or on all of our social media accounts mm-hmm. because Lord knows we will be screaming about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, screaming. Screaming is obnoxious. <laughs> a little bit screaming. Uh, you might be to, screaming. Yes. Try to keep it mellow. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I'll let's be calm about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I got worn out by my initial bellow, but I uh, mm-hmm. I was happy sure. to bellow about sure. it, and I'll 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 continue to bellow about it. And this the Disney Quest one is a lot of fun. Yeah. That one's in the it's, can. It's we a real yeah, that, that's a play. If you don't know Disney Quest offhand, Ooh. one of the <laughs> truly one of the strangest it's, things ever yeah. on Disney property. Um, so hear us uh, talk about it. For mm-hmm. that's a pretty lengthy one too. It so. is a lengthy one. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, full disclosure, we realize that's technically coming out on october 26th but cut us a break you're getting a little early just a little treat <laughs> i don't know if anyone so that's technically you're saying that's a november episode but you're you getting said, it to 26 yeah, so well, there's you three said episodes the three for november episodes for, yeah right so anyway if I that sounds know. fun don't hold us to rules yeah don't hold us to rules for five dollars a month you're supporting us in the regular show and you're getting three extra episodes that's the deal. If it sounds fun, come along. If not, we have our regular episodes that are still Yeah, they're free. not going anywhere. Yeah, which we are, are are currently in. And I like that after all that, where we sort of had, not not like rules, but there was, uh, oh, there was a lot of mechanics to explain about Podcast Thread, the second gate. And now we get to shift right <laughs> over to a different type of mechanics, mm. which is... The Haunted Mansion. As we said, we're going to break up the Haunted Mansion. We're going to cover it bit by bit, year by year. It'll be a Halloween tradition. And uh, as we said, there is so much here. And uh, I, I thought just to be just to be very clear about what we're going to cover, or not cover. We'll take a couple of things 
off the table right mm-hmm. now. We're gonna. I, my, my idea to tackle it was to do it sort of chronologically, the beginnings of the riot all the way up to the opening in 1969. So what I'm going to take off the table, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. We're not going to talk about that yet. Go on. Uh, yeah, get in the get in the back of the bus, Nightmare Before maybe, Christmas. Maybe not today, 2025. <laughs> um, Phantom Manor in Paris, which is wonderful. We, we we won't cover quite yet, or the Tokyo version, or the Disney World version. That's how much there is mm-hmm. in the single. T- there is just there's so there's so many specifics and wonderful stories particularly about the the creation of this ride and there's there's plenty to do right there what else are we well oh, uh, no. i would go so far as to say phantom manor and mystic manor in hong kong two separate different attractions than just haunted mansion yes sure. Which, and those episodes could be done potentially not Halloween week. It depends. Right. Or they could. We'll mm. figure it out that schedule wise later. That's the sort of trick a ghoulie in the Haunted Mansion might play on. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, I would say don't count on us getting to the Hatbox Ghost today. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not prepared for this. No, I'm not prepared ghost. for him either. I don't think, I think that's, we're looking 2019, 2020 at least before we get to Hatbox Ghost. <laughs> so we'll, maybe we'll talk about him. If we get to the, even the hallway where there's pictures of Hatbox Ghost on the wall, maybe. I don't, I'm not convinced we're even going to make it into the house. It's possible, it's possible we won't talk about the ride today <laughs> <laughs> or this year. I mean, but this is also, we're, we're kind of, <laughs> In doing all of this rule setting, we are also underselling how cool everything is. Oh yeah, that we have to talk about. Of course, and that this. Uh, uh, well, here I will throw. I'll throw this out. I'll. I'll. I'll I want to extract some opinions from you guys before yeah. we get going too far. Do you think, at least at the time in 1969, this ride opens? Mm-hmm. Is it in 1969 the greatest? theme park attraction in the world it might be now yeah like that's i don't what I was know what to. ride looms larger in my mind than the haunted mansion and even just doing research for this i feel like i've read as much for this as any like any episode i could pinpoint besides maybe hard rock park and that was a whole park <laughs> well that was a we just like you know we thought we were gonna get like a drop of oil and instead it gushed it was yeah. a geyser <laughs> that was the problem we i think we all that day were like oh god oh god oh god it's yeah. time <laughs> we have to start but yeah. yeah this i think we knew there was a ton here and i agree even like the just- story of how this got made is interesting enough on its own like it's so big there's so many people involved and there's so many huge events that touch it and it took so long to get it off the ground it's part of the fabric of disneyland before disneyland even broke ground there's there's so much there it's for sure the best ride when it opens Mm -hmm. for sure because pirate if you're if you're a pirates guy pirates doesn't open until a few years later right no pirates Pirates is first 67 oh i'm confused uh, but it's that it's close. It's neck and neck. If, right. if if pirates is second, it's not not a distant second. Certainly, like I'll give give uh, due to pirates. But how insane! What a crazy run that those that the, those attractions were relatively close together. A lot of the same team involved, and that they're in the same area of the part. The first new land of Disneyland, New Orleans Square, yes. is that level of immersiveness of uh, architectural accuracy there's such a neat vibe there there was all kinds of live entertainment at the time and that the first two rides are probably still in anybody's list of the the top 10 attractions ever 
Yeah, and they seem like you can feel that they're like in the same era. You can feel there's like obviously like a lot of similarities because the same people worked on them, and there's mm-hmm. a, there's a there's it's they're both kind of follow a little bit of a same pattern in the sense that like it ends with a big party. They both kind of end with big parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starts and they, out and they slow, kinda, starts out scary, and starts out in just like kind of relatively unassuming like patios and uh, hallways they really like save the the, they really save the magic there's no videos Mm -hmm. obviously i have no problem with a video getting you into the experience of the ride those are often my favorite things but i i love the fact that these are these are pure analog experiences yeah it's 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 crazy like they always they get lumped together still to this day like i feel like they're inseparable when you're talking about I don't know. Like it's when you're talking about rides, you're always lumping these two together because of the proximity, I think, but also because of, yeah, the fact that they're so similar and maybe structure, maybe structure is the word I'm looking for. And they both like explode the amount of audio animatronics mm-hmm. at, yeah. at the park. I think that by this point you've got small world, but those are some of those are more minimal. You've got carousel of progress. Um, but you're kind of like following new iterations of the same character over and over again. And there's not too many audio animatronics in that all told or the mm-hmm. tiki room, but they're small. The fact that these are there's so many grand life size and, and, and memorable characters in both of these rides that you could like describe oh that weird guy or that weird lady offhand like there's so many of them and it's part of by the way not to get us on a tangent but another thing that we will not be addressing in this episode except maybe for right now the eddie murphy film Mm. which i've never seen and i I imagine we'll talk about it someday and i'll i'll see it (laughs) but from my vague knowledge of it the fact that they don't use the characters other than little cameos right or they or that it's not the mansion because the mansion is so memorable yeah. well like jennifer tilly know, is leota yeah oh, that that's is right. the Leota's only in it. thing that really sticks out and we're like, aren't like the busts or something like in I, it at I some think point so, kind of that that seems to be one we could do something with if we uh, pop by Howl at the Moon first uh, before recording that, if <laughs> you catch some my drift. liquid courage before yeah. dealing with the, the Eddie Murphy film. You get a blue uh, bucket full of blue stuff. <laughs> L- bucket full of blue stuff to talk about uh, blue Jennifer Tilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like ectoplasm. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of... I've been corrected about my Country Bears. I've never seen the Country Bears movie, but all featured prominently on the cover of country bears that are not any of your favorite country bears oh yeah as, or at least they are not recognizable mm-hmm. doug jones of course is like no they are in the movie and the movie's good he said that to me <laughs> so i i guess maybe oh, i have to watch have it now him. that's a debate we can have uh, yeah maybe someday. we talk country bears with him on the yeah. movie specifically um but yeah it's like that people like those characters why are you running away from yeah using that i mean that's what and we won't talk about too much the Guillermo del Toro idea for the Haunted Mansion, but he, I think, is so focused on the Hatbox Ghost. But again, we're not talking yeah. about him very but much. But how smart, like, if that film ever happens or any future Haunted Mansion property, you have, yeah, I have a feeling that they, it will be more central to the the actual, like, what the fans like about this ride. Because why would you not utilize that people are super passionate about every single every room every piece of wallpaper mm-hmm. uh i sat in one of those van eden auctions and i watched just replicas of the like r- 
uh, is it is it a raven or an owl? What is the like the 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 top of the line dividers? That's this little light. It's a bat. Yeah. Okay, um, but there the, is a raven that follows you throughout the attraction. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, okay, the the bat heads of the poles that divide the line mm-hmm. up. I mm-hmm. watched a replica of one of those <laughs> sell for you know twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Like there's so much. Like people freak about every single piece of this, and I hope there one day is a film that like does the does all this stuff in a cool respectful way the way the best comic book movies do like really pull from the from the actual culture of the ride yeah of course i mean it's yeah it's it is like the whole thing has become so iconic as you're saying like every piece of it is iconic and and i guess even though i'm because i was really struggling with pirates versus haunted mansion of like what i like better and i feel like maybe i often want to go on pirates more but if i really think about it the pieces that make up Haunted Mansion do feel more iconic to me and more memorable. There's more things, I think, if I listed a hundred things about Haunted Mansion, I feel like I can easily come up with that list faster than Pirates that I go, yeah. man, that's great, that's great, that's great. Yeah. And I feel, so, like, yeah, what you're saying about, like, yeah, every piece of it feels now at this point like it's its own thing. You know, I also maybe, um, this the, it's really splitting hairs, but if I... I think the fact that the Haunted Mansion is is this smooth experience that never is only if there's a little like slow loading or an accident or something does it slow down. But like it is such a dependable experience that's like, you know, you're getting you know what you're getting every time and you never get tired of it. Pirates does have that issue of the the boat backups that goes oh, so yeah. deep into the ride at this point. It's gotten really bad the last few years. Yeah, I don't. Really I think insane. they're running too many. Run, at yeah, once. they run so many boats because they try to get people in and out fast. But sure, yeah, it sure. ends up being it ends up like in that last scene when the pirates are shooting at you, mm-hmm. you're just like sitting there forever. That makes you a little like by the time you're off of the ride and then you get back uh, and it does it ends with just kind of you see where you came in again. Yeah, I, th- I think that ending is maybe the only thing that. I, I often feel like I get off of Pirates and go, okay, well, I'm ready to eat or, like, chill out or something. <laughs> it like, does feel like you get checked out of the ride, like, a minute before you should, or at least two yeah, minutes before you you'll should. you'll check your phone at the end. But yeah. Haunted Mansion, you're, you're, you're in, in it. Um, I, Pirates, you can run into, I think, because I ran into this once. It was, like, my family, and then two, and we had, like, the whole boat and to, our, to ourselves, except for a row of people a few rows back who were hammered mm-hmm. and then you're just stuck with these people for the whole ride haunted mansion you have a little more privacy the only <laughs> issue you really won't run into that makes me neurotic is people firing off a flash in leota's uh seance room oh like, really trying to take a picture and forgetting to turn the flash off because it's so like you know oh it's just automatic the flash the flash on your phone just detects when it should go off uh, that sucks though. That's like mm. then you're like 30 seconds of the ride adjusting your vision, trying to <laughs> react to that. Devilish deeds. Don't yeah. take those flesh photos, folks. Um, yeah. Well, it's wonderful. There's there's so much. And do, and do you want? I feel like we all probably looked into the the history of the ride. Uh, 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 beat by beat. So do we just try to move through sure. this chronologically and then I, see where yeah. we're at and see if we even have time to talk about specific rooms well the earliest uh iteration or thinking about this ride goes all the way back right here to beautiful burbank california Mm, when walt wanted to build the mickey mouse park across from his 
news studios mm-hmm. and which the- we don't talk we haven't talked about mickey mouse park a lot um but sort of the original like smaller iteration of what became disneyland and if you're in la and you drive past the burbank uh disney animation studios in that building and a big plot of land that is still undeveloped right next to that building that is the original spot that's where mickey mouse park would have been built right right, right next to the studio yeah uh, uh but the, there there are illustrate you know concept art from that and there's a little little part of it says like correct me if i'm wrong it says church graveyard haunted house or old house oh okay uh and it it's just like he, he they always envision some sort of spooky house some sort of haunted house because sure. even at even just back in the day pre-disneyland carnivals you know fairs haunted houses were very common mm-hmm. yeah i mean because the, the famous story of course is walt wanted a place to take his his daughters that wasn't just a shitty old carnival so I, yeah and on his head he was like how do we plus up this crappy like fun house haunted house type thing mm-hmm. yeah and that came mean? up a lot in a lot of different versions of it like and this was one of the battles f- thought about the haunted mansion is that like some of the design showed it as like a shitty old decrepit house mm-hmm. and walt was like i don't want a shitty old decrepit house in my park especially in the uh, another early version where it was going to be off the main drag of main street which she's oh, kind yeah. of like that was interesting yeah that i mean that's a real that's a thing i feel like you think i think about like americana especially to kill a mockingbird or winesburg ohio like these little towns with the main streets there's always like one shitty rundown house <laughs> and and at the time at the time it probably made sense but to us they all look old now and it's like oh look at that old house from the early 1800s as opposed to these modern houses from the late 1800s now it's just like look at all that old crap <laughs> sure <laughs> sure it all just blends into a mush yeah. yeah uh that's funny yeah and that so i didn't know that that the it was initially going to be like an offshoot of main street and there's been various things if you go down main street today there's these little alleyways but there's nothing too significant down there but those were earmarked in the early days in the 50s and 60s as potential like expansion zones yeah and whatever was it just gonna be like liberty street what became liberty square yeah. uh in disney world which is where the haunted mansion is in it's disney now. world and the the hall of presidents there was gonna be uh, like a little like in the past colonial area right shooting yeah. off of main street Walt and it, loved liberty and he wanted it represented but it didn't happen until disney world edison square was also one of those possibilities oh yeah um uh, i don't know much about edison square stuff. offhand um was there also international was there going to be an international street oh maybe yeah kind of the early seeds of what became world showcase yeah yeah but yeah evidently there was going to be a little side street with uh with a haunted house at the end and then they started talking about doing something Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
as sort of an annex of Adventureland. Like, and I think by, if uh, I might be wrong, but in 58, they were already starting to talk about a New Orleans area, but not where it ended up, per se, more along the river. It was going to be sort right. of tucked into a part of Adventureland. And in 58, there was a map uh, put out where Walt made the New Orleans announcement official, although it was all stuff that never didn't quite end up getting built the way that he said, but that included a wax museum mm-hmm. potentially of pirates. Right. Would have, then that's what turned into the ride pirates of the Caribbean, uh, something called a thieves market. I know. That's fascinating to me, I yeah. guess. What does that mean? Like what? a bizarre? Well, maybe yeah. like a thieves an market kind, kind of, of a thing. thing. Yeah. Like a, you could run by and steal a, an apple. Uh, a vest. Will, will we finally see some of that in star Wars galaxy's edge? Oh, and thieves, a uh, proper the, thieves market, stealing perhaps. from the Toydarians. Oh. So they're called the aliens who make the noise. Oh. Watto's yeah. race is called the Toydarian. Yes, yeah. you're correct. So you think there's there's bad deeds going on in uh, the market plate? What's it called? Oh, uh, uh, well, you're talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is uh, on the planet Batu. Yeah, uh, in the Outer Rim. In Black Spire Outpost. Black Spire, yeah. okay. So Black Spire Outpost uh, is not... Uh, it's not. It's not a clean uh, shopping destination like City Walk. That's what's uh, right, Jason. That's what Jason's suggesting. Yes, of course. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, perhaps this was the original Black Spire Outpost. While was thinking about, <laughs> so we can see the origins of Black Spire Outpost it's, in the Thieves' Den. Mm-hmm. Is that the same map that has like the uh, munition depot and the burning of the town? Like, there's some that Whoa. read. There's some old this is, maps. This is what I'm looking at. Oh, yeah, the, one of the resources uh, is something called, uh, it's a book called The Haunted Mansion Imagineering a Disney Classic by Jason Sorrell. Uh, it's really great. Great. A lot, of, a lot of the stuff book. we're talking about is yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. A lot of pictures. You can read it yourself. You don't want to hear us essentially right. slowly read the book <laughs> try, to you. Try to remember what's in here. <laughs> also, uh, and this, this is another uh, check mark in the plus column for The Haunted Mansion. I don't know of any other attraction that has as thorough a website as doombuggies.com. Like this meticulously researched fan site. And I read the six-part history. I started to read, and there there were all these offshoot articles from that six-part head. Like, I still have six tabs open on my iPad that I just didn't get around to. Save it a year. Yeah. You got plenty of time. We can always go backwards. Unlike the Haunted Mansion itself, uh, we can, our our Doom Buggies can go backwards and then forwards again. Yeah. Um, So... Well, if we're going chronologically, like mm-hmm. then uh, the man in charge of the ride eventually put in charge of of the whole project was a guy named Ken Anderson. Um, and he was like the one who's making these early sketches, trying to come up with the concepts. Uh, and he was I, I associate him offhand with I want to say Sleeping Beauty, but he wrote a lot of the animated. He, he was yeah. like a, a screenwriter of. The Winnie the Pooh shorts, the original ones, among many other. I, I we, couldn't even begin to say the whole thing. A list, lot but. of former animation department guys working on this. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other name, I, and, and I forgot about this. I, this is how much I've read about this now. Uh, the other name that I saw pop up with Ken Anderson's, uh, Ken Anderson's uh, was Harper Goff in the early days, who went mm-hmm. on to design the Glamour Trams, Universal's first tour trams. Oh, really? He was the art director on that, and then he was also the art director of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. was involved very, very early on in uh-huh. this cast of thousands that he, worked he, on the Haunted Mansion. Was he part of one of those other, like, either King's Island or Astro World? do you know offhand? Ooh. 
I would believe that because yeah, a lot of people did go work for other places. Yeah, I wonder if that that got away. Yeah, there really should be like an IMDb for everyone's theme park work. Absolutely, or a yeah. I I spend a lot of time on Discogs dot com looking up session musicians, and that's my. (laughs) I want these. I want these things to be more easily cataloged and but but it all gets so fuzzy like people don't get the you know the way when we found out tony baxter kind of like helped originate soren Uh a little bit like you never you have you have no idea we're raleigh crump making marvel mcveigh and fairy tales right right Uh, right i yeah i we're gonna need that because i i very much want to do an article about six flags power plant in baltimore oh absolutely which i have been to that building it it eventually became an ESPN zone, a Hard Rock Cafe, and a massive Barnes and Noble. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was once it like was, Disney Quest, an indoor amusement park, but they didn't want to call it an amusement park, right? Because because it had grand plans for rides, and what ended up happening was that they didn't make any rides. <laughs> it was just shows, but and all these Imagineers, it's such, all walkthroughs, which the which Walt became very against the haunted mansion being, and rightfully so. But yeah, I'm oh I'm I'm a hundred percent on six bag six flags six power plant. That's plan. a really fascinating, bizarre failure. It was only open a couple of years, right? Yeah, it did not last very long. And then yeah, the next generation, yeah, the restaurants and the bookstore was was one of the revitalization. That whole area of the Baltimore Inner Harbor. It has the giant Baltimore Aquarium on one side, the Science Center on the other. It's just like a ton of tiny malls. Oh, okay. That aren't and connected, but there's just like four malls. I see. And, and obviously the Harbor Keeper will be joining us for yes, an <laughs> step-by-step adventure through the yeah. Baltimore uh, Harbor. To give Ken Anderson his, his due here, yeah. I'm looking at his IMDb. He has story credit on Cinderella, on uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, The Jungle Book, Aristocats. Uh, and then he's just every like many different roles on many different, yeah, and also like storyboards and and like yes. all the art is him. Layout That's what's art. so crazy. Like so many of these people are writing the writing the scripts or writing the songs and also doing the concept art. Like mm-hmm. the multi talent nature of these Imagineers is uh, mind blowing. Yeah, like I think it's in this the Haunted Mansion book where Exitensio like they Walt was like you're gonna write the script for Pirates and he's like I've never written a script before in my life and then it was like but then I figured it out like and Walt just told you to do something and then these guys were like talented enough to figure it out Jeez. pretty crazy yeah really cool um, I am so excited to tell you about a lovely meal kit delivery service that I'm obsessed with it's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. My favorite HelloFresh meal is the balsamic fig chicken. It's very, very awesome, and I made it, which is pretty amazing, in the place that I live, my home. All right, here's how it works. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Forget planning dinner, spending money on takeout at 10 p.m., or worrying about gathering ingredients week after week. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy-labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with what recipe. It's easy. The recipes are simple, and the instructions are outlined on pictured step-by-step cards, so it's like super hard to screw it up, which is good for me. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week, and get that time back to do more of what you love. Most recipes take only 30 minutes, so you can listen to Podcasts Ride, like you can listen to one-fifth an episode of Podcasts Ride while you prepare your meal. And HelloFresh is a subscription service, so your meals come to you week after week, just when you need them. 
Okay, so here, we have a very special offer for all you Podcast to Ride listeners out there. For a total of $60 off, that comes to $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter promo code ThemePark60. That's HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter promo code ThemePark60 for $60 off HelloFresh. Um, so, well, so Ken Anderson, uh, yeah, he drew the initial concept art for what became the creepy old house. And it was, I didn't know that it was so specifically a specific house yes. in Baltimore to bring it yeah. back. The Shipley Lydecker house. Um, and if you look at photos side by side, it absolutely is very much like the Haunted Mansion. It was destroyed, I think, not long after the real the Haunted Mansion opened. Um, but yeah, there essentially was a real Haunted Mansion. And he also based it a lot on the Winchester Mystery House, which is an attraction in... Ooh, is it Santa Cruz? Where is the uh, or, um, it, or San Jose? Where? Ah, where's the yeah, I think San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that um, was one that Walt really got. All. I mean, that I think made him think like it should be a walk through like the Winchester Mystery House or San Simeon. I saw a quote mentioned a lot. The, I don't know. Uh, I don't Hearst, know about San Simeon. That's the Hearst Castle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, and then the Winchester was the Winchester gun. Like that's the, the family yes, that. The, the created gun the gun uh <laughs> oh. now it, it of course filled with doors and and that the open to walls and stairs that go nowhere the winchester widow thought the house was haunted by everyone who had been killed by a winchester gun mm. and she Whoa. was very much into the occult wow yeah. yeah that sounds like a good ride at least a good maze now that i'm a big haunt fan i feel like i could make up a good winchester maze <laughs> yeah so but isn't, that, isn't that. that the house that already exists <laughs> But I mine would be different. It would be more theatrical. I could really, sure. you know, they're not going to let me do everything I want to do in the actual house. I yeah, have to think space. they must do a haunt thing, right? The Winchester. Oh, is they're Let's smart. Yeah, look that up. Um, of course, there was that movie with Alan Mirren not too long ago playing the widow. Right. What um, was that called? I think it was just called Winchester. Hmm. Oh, I know that. Do are there? Is there a point where the people who are there? Do you see ghosts who died from a bullet from a Winchester gun, and then they say, "Well, I'm upset that I died, but you know, price of freedom." Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, I cannot, uh, I cannot question the quality of the workmanship and the <laughs> the fair pricing of the Winchester munitions. <laughs> and, uh, never had a problem. Never stoppage. Uh, didn't have to polish it very often. Uh, so yeah, no my, misfires, no clogs. No complaints there. Complain about the death, but not in the uh, <laughs> I was gun also, mechanics. When I was shot with it, I was also holding a Winchester rifle. So <laughs> <laughs> they have they have tours of the estate, daily tours, but then they also have what's called the Cand- Halloween candlelight tour. But I'm trying to figure out if this is like there's like teenagers that'll scare you too but oh, it seems like i maybe don't think not. if you're holding candle i took did this come up before where i took the my family took the candle lantern tour of plymouth massachusetts okay no. plymouth is filled with ghost stories and sure. hauntings and stuff because it's so old and uh in the early days of plymouth people were very big fans of 
dying all the time <laughs> from, of it. from diseases and uh, lack of medicine and food and such. So there's a lot of spooky hauntings and sure. goings on. There were a ton of were more ghosts per capita in the 1600s than uh, yes, absolutely. these days. Uh, and people didn't have television or movies to entertain themselves. So even if there wasn't ghosts, people would just be like, ah, there's a ghost over there. We got to <laughs> kill the time until we go to sleep. Possibly forever. We may never wake up from that sleep. <laughs> We don't have medicine. You paint a glorious picture of the of the yeah. era. Uh, I hear Salem, uh, though, leans even hard, much harder into it. Plymouth leans into the founding of the country more, mm-hmm. and Salem, I think, leans into the spooky, the witch trials, oh, and okay. the black cats and everything. Understandably. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, Ken Anderson uh, designs this, this exterior. Walt says, as you said... Uh, I don't want a decrepit old mansion ruining the skyline of my beautiful park. Uh, so we in, so we end up with wait is this Walt's line or is it what is it somebody's response to him? We'll we'll take care of the outside and let the ghosts take care of the inside. I think that that was one of those ones oft, often attributed to Walt. To Walt, okay, okay. Who in terms of the other thing in terms of the like he died before this ever opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walt died before this ever opened. And was to his death was like, oh, there's got to be a walkthrough. Oh, had they not made the switch yet? I don't think they made the switch until after his death. Maybe right. Maybe right at the end. Mm-hmm. Because the World's Fair kind of kickstarted that, but we're getting ahead. I'm getting ahead of myself. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so the, they, but they at least have the idea that you're you're going to enter this big themed experience through a, a mansion facade. But they had to settle on what the story of this was. And Ken Anderson came up with a couple of stories, and I imagine you guys came across these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the most fleshed out of which seems to be uh, the story of Captain Bartholomew Gore. This is- <laughs> Who was an old sea captain who murdered his wife. This is so great. Like, we always talk about how we want to see that Batman 5, like a Joel Schumacher, like Batman triumphant. like yes, that unproduced, with the Howard Stern Scarecrow. Yes. Howard Stern Scarecrow, like Jack Nicholson back, whatever. Like, you imagine this. When I'm looking at The Legend of Captain Gore, I love this. I imagine in the same way of like, God, what would this have been like sure and why not do it in some regard now why not do this as a like disney's getting into the the void thing and there's the horror void nicodemus what if now (laughs) we had the tale of catherine (laughs) uh, captain bartholomew i was thinking that disney does you know the mickey not so scary stuff for halloween but why not throw some mazes because again i'm a big haunt fan now throw some (laughs) mazes in california adventure and make captain gore because that's essentially what they're saying with when the mansion was gonna be a walkthrough Mm -hmm. they're talking about haunts they're talking about what now universal and knots just do for a month and a half or two and a half months yeah so like you could do literally every one of ken anderson's ideas in different haunts and people will lose their minds you go oh well it's an old disney thing that didn't get made and, and even if you never heard of it you go oh that's amazing and it would sell out and they would make a shitload of money this is I, like lost demo like weird fragments of shakespeare plays that didn't get yes. made or yeah like it's these alternate what could have been i think it's it's that's a genuine money idea Absolutely. yeah it's a great yeah. idea yeah. I, and i'll i'll go one step further and give it a modern long naming style uh, like some <laughs> modern rides, uh, the legend of Captain Gore: Colon Another Haunted Mansion. Ooh, yeah, 
No, so sure. You get, yeah. the, you get the term in there. You get yeah. the title I mean, in there. There's not. Yeah, this there doesn't have to be the single haunted mansion. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Just yeah, call it the haunted mansions. <laughs> yeah, and, like have haunted like man- that's eight good. haunted well, mansions. And already we're in the. In case you don't know, in case you've only been to the uh, U.S. ones, Phantom Manor is totally different. Mystic Manor is totally different, but they're in similar in spirit. It's a there's a similar thing going on with Tower of Terror, where some of those have different stories. And yeah, why not? That, like the idea of this being more of a, a franchise and sure you know, tales of more crusty old murderers that. And we'll tell the real uh, Robert Durst story. Some yeah. of them can be based on fact, <laughs> like Law and Order. Some of uh, the haunted mansions are factual. And, and instead uh, of coming back, uh, hurry back, hurry back, the little the little ghost at the end goes, "Okay, bye bye." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, you're, we, there should be one uh, based on that. Uh, what the Chicago guy that you love, the killer? Oh, H. Oh, H. Yeah. Holmes. H. H. Holmes. Oh, yeah, H. H. Holmes. <laughs> Uh, castle house uh, regional yeah. haunted well we hey as, once again you can go check out our episode about disney quest right now but that was an attempt to do regional right little disney theme parks this is the idea you do like pop-up haunted mansions in different cities maybe based on stories from the mm-hmm. cities you go to galveston and you build the durst mansion on a mansion <laughs> you go to is it was it chicago the uh or where was the yeah, uh, Holmes city. story um, uh yeah chicago during the world's fair uh-huh yeah. Regional, we're bringing back the Disney Quest idea, but with your favorite local murderer, yeah, making a murderer in Baltimore. There's a lot to do in Baltimore. We're gonna oh, take yeah. over that uh, well, that harbor. These are great ideas. Yeah. Um. Also, like the uh, looking through all this art, like Star Wars is a, is a thing that it's been mined so thoroughly for nerds and fans of things like. Every single alien in the background of a scene has been named and there are figures mm-hmm. and there are comics about that character. And then there are full like like there's toys based on the concept art of characters now to the, the this thing has been mined so thoroughly. And Disney hasn't even they don't even know what they're sitting on as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah, it's with something this popular, all this art and all this crazy stuff. There's there's at least something to do with it. And yeah. was this again so many different attempts, variations? Uh, 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 so Captain Gore, the the story there was that he he was about to be married, and he told his wife, "Don't go in the attic," and she went in the <laughs> attic, and she found out his secret, which was that he in his in another. You know, in in the past, he was a murderous pirate. He was Black Bart. He, he was, was Black Bart. Yeah, or I've, or I've <laughs> seen Black Beard. Is it Black Bart oh, or Black okay. Beard? I see Black Bart. Oh, he's Black Bart. He's Black Bart. Another famous pirate, right? Black Beard, the most famous pirate, perhaps not at this point. I think Captain so. Jack. But, there was probably a Black Bart, but Black Bart was, I think, also a famous pirate as well. Okay. Which I mean, I guess it seems. I mean, this is before. Wait, this is yeah. This is in the fifties, so they didn't have pirates open yet. So. Mm-hmm. Although I think that's kind of a cool thing to tie the two attractions that together. It, it seemed like, well, that's, yeah, that's that Mark Davis connecting those two. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so he was right. Black he has Bart. A, he has a pirate secret, and instead of letting the secret get out, he throws his soon-to-be wife down a well. Which, <laughs> here's a thing I came across. This blew my mind, and I'm going to break a rule here, because this was Uh-oh. so crazy to me, figuring this out. When you leave the attic, mm-hmm. you turn around and you go downhill backwards to get to the graveyard. And I read one. I only came across this. I forget where that you that is a simulation of the bride being thrown out the window. 
What? By Captain Good. That was a thing oh, wow. that is hold, really? like a holdover. I'd never read that before. Oh, I don't I know, know if that it's at true. All. But now I could not get it out of my head that that is why you go That's down weird. backwards. Do you think maybe it's just sort of a holdover from a design? Because like you're going backwards into the party, but maybe you're dead yeah. now. Is that the idea? Is that the transition to you being dead potentially? Because we're dead. Like the, you, you're dead at the end of the haunted mansion. Like, is but, that? But is that right? Because a ghost follows you home. Right. Yeah. You're I don't right. Think, maybe you aren't. So then you, you're you not have to dead. come back and bring your death certificate. Right. So then you're not. So then so it you're can't not be dead. Mm. But it's a simulate. It's like you know. Maybe that. Maybe the idea is come back when you're dead. Yeah. But I this I think that's an interesting example. Whether it's true or not, there's so many little things that, in some way, through all of these creators involved, uh, stayed in the haunted mansion. There's yeah, so there's many like little bits in the soup. Mixed fragments, in. yeah, fragments, exactly. Yeah. There's early uh, early iterations where there's a, a character named Madam X, and that became Madam Leota <laughs> down the road. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, there's all kinds of where this this didn't get fully fleshed out, but it's acknowledged in this photo on the wall. So like right. all of this, the many years of development. The, by the way, in every, everything we're discussing, as you said, Mike, we're still in the 50s. Ride's not open yeah. till 69. There's so much. This thing plugged along at the slowest yeah. pace possible it's crazy like i mean movies still sometimes take this long to make and maybe not this long but there's like this is like reminds me of hearing those nightmare stories of movies that were in development hell for 20 years mm-hmm. like or, walter mitty like walter but it mitty. all worked out right or uh this is about to come out i can't believe this i gave to this indiegogo uh four years ago and i'm finally getting the reward Orson Welles' final film, The Other Side of the Wind, comes out oh, on wow. November 2nd, wow. and it sat unfinished for decades, and they finally well, got that, all the footage together and got the rights cleared away. That's farther along, though. That got farther along than what I'm saying. Like, Oh, yeah, that's true. Because there'll be movies, and then there'll be like 25 writers, or like 10 story credits, 10 screenwriters, yeah. and then like, yeah. which is what happened to this, what you're saying, like, so many different people Traded have, hands? Almost like people not, I don't think people were fired off of it but i think people like left disney and weren't part of it or or other people got put in charge it almost is a similar to a big tortured blockbuster right but yeah that ended up working out very few of those movies end up coming out as good as the right oh yeah 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 yeah, really yeah it's the rare one for sure yeah so So, yeah look at in this book the art is really cool like there's a ghost chasing a woman around uh, and then the, it yeah, was like it was a, big hairy hands or something. Yeah. And then there was like it was it's interesting because it was a walkthrough, but there's a, there was a big conveyor. Not, I don't know what you would even call it, like a big platform that would lower into the ground instead of taking you upstairs. Oh, um, it looks dangerous, actually, to me, too, though, because <laughs> like the way that the elevator works in the Haunted Mansion is very safe, I feel like. But this was just like a thing in the ground would just lower. Oh, and I feel like somebody was definitely going to like hit their head on the side or yeah, yeah if you weren't dangerous. like evenly on that thing, yeah, yeah, right. Or somebody's hand, kids, the kid would get caught in it, and yeah, something like something. Yeah, I didn't bad. worry about that. They would have figured it out. Um, um, well, clearly the walkthrough element had to change, and that was right. kind of a component of why in these early versions Walt was not totally satisfied and there were a lot of like it seems like in the early versions they'd like rig up these ideas of an effect but they would sort of take 
two minutes to play out. It sounds almost akin to like what they do now in the Harry Potter windows, the little yeah. like, things you can activate with a wand, but well, you'd have to like stop and look at it. And, and I think Walt you, needed something that could continuously be getting people yeah, in and out. Right. Were you talking specifically, there's the sea captain effect that they had. Oh yeah. Yeah. What that, was the deal with this? Like that you're saying it took two minutes to play out. Like, okay. so this old sea captain, they had like mocked up or figured out a version of it would like appear at a certain point in the ride. And then he would just turn into water. And people were and like it, it's described as like the Imagineers were like, oh, my God, like it was amazing effect. But it took so long to set up and do that. It was scrapped. Huh. It's not repeatable. It's, it's they not can't just run constantly. For right. So 12 you, hours at a time because it, it does seem like over and over again, they are worried about like ride capacity, which is funny because it doesn't seem like they were worried about that for Star Wars land. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't know how that's going to work out because yeah, they got rid of the ride that would have eight people which is that bantha people mover but like yeah. it does seem like they're very concerned with like there's gonna be a lot of people we got to move them in and out so even in a, a cool effect like this we can't do it which huh. sucks because it sounds cool and i don't even know if there's a version of it anywhere in in the theme park well um one thing i want to bring up that i i kept seeing referenced and i think it, the timing is kind of crazy on this so um inspirations you know we talked about the winchester mystery house architecturally there there's a bunch of houses that kind of inspired it but yeah that baltimore one especially with the columns and the the iron grating all the way around the outside patio antebellum yeah um another thing that i saw referenced uh that that inspired it was the uh 60s horror movie the haunting which was remade in the 90s and remade just recently as the Netflix original series, The Haunting on Hill House. Is that all the same thing? Yeah, the ha- or The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. It's based on a, a a book which is supposedly like one of the scariest books, like horror books ever written. I mean, just look at, so here's a Haunted Mansion. This is an ad for the Disney World one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the poster for The Haunting. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty similar. Pretty, sure. pretty close. Sure. So. And there were specific gags to use kind of an off word but that like we're are we're kind of borrowed from the haunting from yeah the, it was a, the movie in 63 yeah uh, featuring rust hamblin rust hamblin was the name i read there was like four mm-hmm. main characters huh that's the name of the actor or the character uh the actor the okay. actor uh amber related to hamblin's amber father i think really oh, okay. yeah yeah hmm. i feel like i've heard that name before oh huh, interesting uh so but the like especially the door sequence like the uh there's like the the third or fourth thing in the ride uh, where there's like doors kind of pounding and one seems like it's breathing or that they're all and that the knockers are going of their own accord. Seems like all that was very haunting influenced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah I think that's right. Um, although n- not to be confused with the House on Haunted Hill, a very fun campy horror movie where uh, Vincent Price yeah. lures people to spend the night uh, in a house and uh, if they can do it and survive they will get a large amount of money and everyone is given a little coffin when they get their little handheld coffin they open the coffin and there's a gun inside <laughs> and the house used in that is the hollyhock house oh. in uh barnsdale art park right in oh interesting Los neighborhood of los angeles is this the somebody had posed the question to me where does the trope of spending the night in the haunted house to get some reward oh. come from and i wonder if it's from that movie i think in popular modern pop culture i would say yes that is the thing that is parodied a lot is there probably an example of it in gothic horror 
Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't have time for that stuff. I can't read. I read uh, very slow, and there's a lot of those books, and it's hard to tell them apart. And is there? Does this happen in real life? Does any, can anyone listening hook us up with? Oh, an old man who will challenge us to spend the night to in a haunted house, I which is essentially the plot of the Eddie Murphy movie, also. Oh yeah, there is something like that. It's similar to that, I think. I I have not seen the whole thing. Uh, yeah, if you know an old character actor who's willing to take in a few boys to see a challenge to them, uh, yeah, please let us know. Or if you are that old character actor. Uh, I was disappointed because we watched some of that Netflix show and I thought it was a new version of the Vincent Price thing. Oh, no, no, like it's one. not. I was no. like, here we go. What new old character actor do they have to invite? Oh, what? It's a family. It's a family <laughs> drama. Oh, what? No, but the house what? on Haunted Hill and the haunting uh, were both remade in the 90s, too. <laughs> like, sure. within a few yeah. years of each and other. I think one of them has Jon Stewart in it. I could be wrong about that. Or somebody, or like Chris Catan is in one of these. Yeah, oh, there's something yeah. like that. I know. I John remember Stewart's that. in the, um, the faculty. Maybe I'm thinking of the faculty. Yeah. But Catan um, could Also, be right. obviously, we'll cover the Jon Stewart filmography <laughs> beat by beat in the oh, Patreon yeah. for no reason. Why not? Big Daddy. Death. Uh, death. 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 Um, so where are we? Well, I, I mean, mean, like we're, we're still, we're still poking we're around Ken these, Anderson. these, we, yeah, oh my God. Uh, we're still poking around these walkthroughs. And this was one of the things that delayed the development of this route. Walt was committed to doing it, but just didn't like some of these stories, found some of the stories too dark. Uh, oh, also Ken Anderson in his multiple propositions proposed a thing that would have culminated in the headless horseman from, right. Uh, uh, they're yeah. still sleepy. What do you? It's I mean, it's Adventures of Ichabod and the Mr. Adventures Toad. of yeah Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. Um, I forget what you call just the Ichabod part, but yeah. So there would have been a, a, a pre-standing Disney character in it, but Walt wasn't totally happy with everything. But they still, I'm not sure the mechanics of how this worked out, but they built the house. They were committed enough to this is going to work out, and they had the plan of it'll be a small house that you enter with elevators that take you down and below the berm and that there's a bigger show building behind the train tracks which mm -hmm. is how it works at disneyland that's part of what's happened they have to get as with pirates they got to get you behind the, the the train tracks and it's in this big like it's funny you, you, you guys look at those on on google earth or whatever like those show buildings are so weird and boring <laughs> oh these yeah big, clunky yeah. industrial warehouses which i forget like if i'm really into it like if i'm in a great mood at the park having mm -hmm. fun like oh yeah i'm excited to go on the haunted mansion i forget like oh yeah this all has to exist in space somewhere mm -hmm. in physical space you kind of like you get you get sucked in the illusion especially as a kid that you're in the house the house yeah and that it's all happening in the but that house right. is so small similar to down the road the indiana jones adventure where you enter the temple but the temple is the smallest thing ever yeah, and you gotta go into a away. massive <laughs> yeah yeah well it was like when i was on pirates and i was with the guide in april and he was like, you know, we're not going underground. That's just sea level is the whole uh, ride. The train is elevated uh, for pirates. Yeah. Everything, uh -huh. everything that when you load and everything, it's it's elevated. And the restaurant is all of New Orleans Square oh, is built yeah. up. But always just your brain is like, well, we're going underground. That's where the pirates live. We're going. Oh, under, but yeah. it's like that's all just built up. It's like so in, you're so going to ground level. You're just growing. To, yeah. Ground level and huh. everything else is just because it, it makes sense when you think about how. Like everything is like built up. 
Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're not actually, yeah, you're not going into a ton. But anyway, that those basics were established. And this, until I started doing research for this, I didn't realize, I knew that there was a delay between the building getting built and the ride opening. But I didn't know it was, that that <laughs> building was there in 63, yeah. and the ride was not open until 69. Until 69. And for a good amount of time, it was this mansion that was just unlabeled, with no mm-hmm. reference yeah. to what it was. Which ended up making, like, free... What we would now call viral marketing, because then people just started making up their own stories or urban that? legends. And that declaring it's like, that it's like, too scary uh-huh. or someone died in there or there's actual like, oh, they can't open it yet because they got to make it less scary. There was a ride that was too not unlike Alien Encounter later. All of these like what's happening in there? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that's so crazy. And it was just up there for for six years, partially because story problems, partially because. Walt, without a lot of heads up, got pulled into this 64 World's Fair yeah. thing where he built all these attractions in New York, Small World, Carousel Progress, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the primeval world thing. Uh, so he, a lot of people got pulled off and and the the place just set vacant. Yeah, and I feel like I saw something. Were they giving out flyers for it in 61? Wow. Like CN63 or CN66? Yeah, really? Like, really? They really thought like the, this thing got delayed so yeah. much, that, but they were, yeah, they like the marketing people are like, well, if past rides are any indication, it right. will take this long to build it. And I guess at the time, the biggest expansion had been Matterhorn monorail mm-hmm. subs came in th- mm-hmm. at the end of the fifties. Yeah, um, it's it's. I'm trying to imagine like a modern equivalent of this. Like if the temple in Indiana Jones just was there for, and you could like see it very clearly for five years. Oh. They they did it for a year, and I remember walking around, and the, they did open just that little zone, right? Wow. And that was the coolest. Sure, that was so, and it did make you wonder what the hell's going on. Would there it was be? it was like a, a teaser trailer. Did you not know it was Indiana Jones? No, they t- they told you that, right? But there was no indication. Maybe maybe there was one piece of concept art of, right. of what the ride was going to be. But it sure let you spin your wheels and go, "What uh-huh. is? What the hell is this thing?" These, these aren't perfect one to one comparisons, but it would be like say releasing concept uh, art for a couple possible hotels and a parking garage and never fucking building them. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's certainly a a cruel tease, but it's not quite one to one. It would be true. if they just built. If they built the outs, the uh, they built like part of the hotel. No, this doesn't work. It'd be well if they if they'd built the haunted mansion and then demolished it and and put back in the sandwich restaurant. But, uh, <laughs> the ho- Holiday World is back <laughs> for a limited time, depending on how these local elections this, go. <laughs> this is totally out of order, but I, I have to say it before I forget. There was, and I don't remember what era this was. It there was a plan at a certain point for a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is crazy. To me. Yeah, they did like Blue Bayou, and then they were going to do a haunted mansion restaurant, and that obviously got cut. But so crazy. So yes, there there was a haunted mansion sandwich shop at least. Um, <laughs> well, possible. That, that seems like a good spot to bring in the next couple of people who worked on this, right? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yale Greasy and Raleigh Crump. Yeah, sure. Um. So, yeah, Raleigh Crump has come up before probably, well, we just mentioned uh, Marvel McFay. Marvel McFay. But probably ma- mainly associated with the the sort of kooky art style and the tower that was outside of Small World in the in the World's Fair. Yeah. Forget all this, all the Raleigh Crump Tower specifics. of the Four Winds. Tower of the Four um, Winds. Um, a lot of, another animation guy, right? Another guy pulled over from animation. Yeah, like yeah. all of these 
all of these guys did something backgrounds or or character design something for animation yeah uh but the his his thing was that there was like there was talk of some kind of like pre-show which potentially was a restaurant the way the blue mm-hmm. bayou gets you into the world of pirates and then when that got cut there was this other idea the museum of the weird and I've, I have to admit, I'm not the biggest Museum of the Weird expert, so somebody feel free to take it from here. But it was kind of this, and it, like again, another facet of developing this ride that Raleigh Crump had collected all of this, all of these oddities, and designed all this weird stuff, like a clock with a face and a gypsy cart. And it was like, how do we fit all this in? And Walt figured out this potential pre-show area before your walkthrough experience began. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Uh, d- uh, d- Divin, that's not the right word, yeah. dove, dove, in, yeah. dove into the uh, Museum of the Weird yet. But Raleigh Crump, there was an article about him in a newspaper, like, what, a month ago? Mm-hmm. And, like, he very much is like, he's like, if this name means anything to you, the wavy gravy kind of guy. He's like a very hippie, kooky kind of guy who likes, he kept talking in that article about, like, we got to make Disneyland weird again. Like, he's very much up on, like... Like a lot of psychedelic, like psychedelic stuff. Oh, yeah, concept art is very much, it's, yeah, like 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 minimal and stylized. Yeah, I mean, it kind of colorful. there's there's at least the color wise, there's a Jack Kirby vibe I kind, kind of almost of, get yeah, from it around the same time too. Um, hmm. And he he seems like there's he is such a specific type, and I don't know that there's any other Imagineers I've read about that are so specifically like. I don't know that he got high a lot, but like a Sid and Marty Croft aesthetic almost coming from like another Imagineer more than Wally Crump. Yeah, he um, well, he there he wrote a book called I think it's called It's Kind of a Funny Story. He just, there was just a gallery show exhibiting his work, I think, here in California. Mm-hmm. I re- I went to um, God, what was it called? It, I think it just closed. There used to be a store, a collectible store here in Burbank where I bought Disney merchant before but they did a museum of the weird inspired art show a few years ago so um and and they and so it was people interpretation of of like his models or art from the oh, museum of the what weird it been. Okay, okay yeah of like the chair with a face in it or the candle wax man the candle wax man the man made of candle wax is very unnerving to me sure <laughs> that picture uh and maquette going around yeah right right he's it's weird it's weird it's, it's kooky it is it's weird like stuff. it's like surrealist like I, I assume like he would like peewee's playhouse that's what in my head yeah, what Raleigh uh-huh. Crump might like uh-huh. talking and- furniture and and this it, stuff get has gotten revit. There was talk of a Museum of the Weird movie at some point really? in the two thousands. Probably another, didn't like, get that far along. Eventually made yeah, they're sitting into on, a comic book called Seekers of the Weird by Marvel oh, in Disney's yeah. like theme park uh Disney Kingdoms line with the Haunted Mansion comic and the Big Thunder comic and They're Dream sitting Finder. on it just making another haunted maze, the Museum of the Weird, and everyone lose their minds and yeah. pay them a hundred dollars yeah. extra on top of the Disney admission to go to it. This is all really but the fact that there's like these subcultures and it also reminds me of weird like you know the like the the bands that the guy you like played with before right. it became the 
You know, Elvis Costello hung out with Brinsley Schwartz and these weird, like, mm-hmm. proto, the Quarrymen. And that's what all these things feel like to me. I like, just started listening to Brinsley, Brinsley Schwartz the other day. Oh, that's Brinsley yeah. Schwartz. Uh, good. Very good. Nick Maybe. Lowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Like he Nick writes Lowe. a great song. It's mm-hmm. a good band. You should listen to yeah, it. Yeah. It's you get your Rock Pile uh, stemming off. It's before Rock too. Pile, right? Oh, yeah, no, that was way later. Yeah. But I just, yeah, that's what this feels like to me. Weird little, like, uh-huh. you know, that, well, that didn't become the main thing, but, uh, uh, you know, it was part of the DNA and also and I, I think it might be true that the first notion of a seance room came out of yeah. the Museum of the Weird so yeah, another I thing think... that was and eventually if they hadn't done this development right. the, uh, might not have been in the Haunted Mansion yeah in the book there's like a very colorful version of a seance room and it looks more like I want to say gypsy but that's probably like a very lame way to describe it but it's very colorful it doesn't seem like spooky at all but it seems like a cool place like, it seems more like what I've seen from Mystic Manor than Haunted yeah. Mansion. Well, oh, sure. And that, the drawing of the cart, forget what exactly the term for that cart, um, uh, but that there is a cart like that outside of the Disney Disney World Haunted Mansion in Florida. Oh, gotcha. Kind of a little, you know, a little steps there's removed because, you know, all of these ideas change. There's a little cart in Disneyland. And there's a little cart, but the, mm-hmm. the but Florida quite, one is more, more colorful like that. Like yeah. that. yeah. This, you're looking at this stuff. It all reminds me of like, it's the, his style is like so individual, so individualistic and it's and been clearly done in the sixties and so bold. And, and it, it reminds me of like the point, like the, the Harry Nilsson scored, uh, oh, yeah. uh, animated feature or like, uh, or like, what's that? It's, it's the French movie. Um, is it fantastic? It's not fantastic voyage. What's the like weirdo psychedelic? Um, uh, oh, it's been, I, I apologize for blanking on this name, but it like his stuff just like f- feels like cool, crazy counter or 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 more obvious reference, Yellow Submarine. Like, uh, yeah, Crump definitely fits in that. Uh, yeah, that Yellow yeah, Submarine yeah. is a good is a good example of something where like I bet that's his completely his aesthetic, and mm-hmm. the art doesn't it look looks very similar to it. And the, yeah. the way that years later. You end up, that they that every that once a year you get this wonderful mashup of the what became the haunted mansion aesthetic and the Tim Burton aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It would be so cool to like walk around Raleigh Crump world. Oh yeah, specifically because uh, within just yeah, there's so much character and specific choices within his uh, his art and yeah, they gotta start. Oh, I'm upset. I know it's an idea we just had right now. Yeah. But I hope someone somewhere is thinking about doing these, uh, the com- these, these spinoffs. The company in general does not know what they've got. Mm-hmm. They know this stuff makes a lot of money and it's currently like maybe one of their more consistent businesses. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they have any clue really what they're sitting on as far as material that's already there. That yeah. That's what imp- they own. Yeah. A thing that impressed me. It's talking to and you. You can hear this on the Season Pass podcast episode about Not Scary Farm, but talking to their merchandise guy down yeah. there. And he was just like, anytime we would bring up an old Knots thing that we don't even, I mean, we're not the most knowledgeable about Knots. He's like, yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, we're working on some pins for that. Or we're working on this or that mm-hmm. or stuff. Like, they are like mining their full hundred year history. Yeah. And I mean, they obviously probably stuff. have less um, uh, less stuff, but they still have a ton of stuff because it's been around for so long. And mm-hmm. Disney does some version of it, but they still only do the very 
bare minimum. Like uh, yeah. I, I would think that if they sold like they like we're recording this a couple days before what's going to come out and this tiki this Hatbox Ghost tiki, tiki mug, mug sold out which I went down to try to get it and I was too late. I was hours late. <laughs> And it's just shattered me and I've been depressed about it for a few days. Um, but like stuff like just merchandise stuff of all this old design or or that yeah. uh, just like a, a little toy of this cart and be like, well, it's the original Rolly Crump Haunted Mansion cart from the promo art. People lose their mind. People go nuts. Yeah. Like people would love yeah. that shit. And it's not just us. There are thousands as you can see, the people lined up for the hat. I know Hatbox Ghost is a little mainstream now, but he's not that mainstream. Right. He really only yeah. became, he only and got he, put on the ride a few years ago. And it didn't, it grew out of people keeping this legend yes. alive and being yeah. like, there was a much, it was a, again in a music way, it was like a little like cult audience that, uh, mm -hmm. that grew and grew and yeah. grew and now can sell out a stadium. Exactly. The story of the Hatbox Ghost, again. Probably its own episode. I think it might be. Yeah. Or, oh, I don't yeah, know where the to start. Well, here we're talking. We're talking about artists and their influence on this ride. And maybe now we can start getting into the primary people who the the haunted mansion story comes from. Oh. Uh, unless, are you, oh, you want to go backwards? I, or well, I think we got to talk about Yale Gracie before. Who? Oh, oh sure, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So Yale Gracie uh, was the guy who was tasked with. You know, Raleigh Crump's doing all these designs, uh, and Ken Anderson did uh, plenty of design work, and and a lot of the early storyline development I think went to Ken, came from Ken. But Yale Gracie was the one who came up with all. He was tasked with the illusions. Mm -hmm. How do you make it look like there's ghosts in this damn building? Ah, and oh yeah. So uh, and him and Crump uh, uh, happened upon the uh, old theater technique of Pepper's Ghost. Okay. Which oh, they goes, the, 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 you credit them for bringing that into the red. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to the 1800s, and it's where you you have an object or a person like out of view of people, but there is a piece of glass, or in modern times, plexiglass, and the way it, it reflects light off of it, it makes the object looks transparent to the mm -hmm. audience. This probably, if you saw a spooky play in the 1800s. And you saw Pepper's ghost thing. I bet you lost your fucking mind. Probably scarred like, for I life. Bet, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just people going like, we still don't have medicine yet, but we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> we die less, but like, look at that. There's a you ghost. You can see through that thing. You can see through that thing. How does that work? That how possibly, yeah. How many, more funds to this. There's uh, less from how many uh, church, keeping my child alive. How many church <laughs> outings do I have to go to to balance out the... <laughs> <laughs> seeing this creation i've been bedeviled <laughs> um, i yeah and then there's there's a story i think this was all in this haunted mansion book about that crump and gracie just got to have this room of madness where they yeah. were just experimenting with different illusions some of which ended up in the ride some of which didn't and that there and there was a story in there about how they uh, they were asked to turn the light on, keep the light on at the end of the day because the janitors People were getting spooked. Yeah, janitors did not want to walk in there <laughs> and have to clean the object, clean the office, and find all of this crazy stuff. And they were like, "Oh, sure, we'll leave the light on." But they also rigged up that when <laughs> a motion sensor and when you entered the room, that a black light 
would would turn on and now all of the illusions would be operational and lit in the scariest way mm, possible that's great and they came back in the next day and all of the effects were running and there was a broom dropped on the ground so yeah. clearly <laughs> the janitors fled in horror and said you're gonna have to clean your own office from now on <laughs> we're not doing it that is a, one of the, the fun urban legends associated with <laughs> With Re- the the haunted mansion, I I I saw other stuff in there too. That Raleigh said he had drawn the original stretching portraits, and then Mark Davis r- said, "I'm going to redraw these." Oh, weird. or that he drew the original um, wallpaper design, which that I oh. kind of believe more with all the with the mm-hmm. eyes. With the, yes, the purple wallpaper with black. Gotcha. Um, wow. Which is incredibly popular on merchandise now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sure. Lots of um, apocryphal stuff around the mansion. The, reading about a lot of Imagineering stuff, it doesn't sound fun, but it, reading that in the book, that, that sounded fun That's to fun. me. Yeah. I'm just like trying to figure out effects. And it just seemed like, yeah, that like oftentimes it's just like, it seems like, oh my God, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Then, like, yeah. Especially yeah. in the early days. But these, oh, it yeah. seems like these guys were cut loose to just. Tribe stuff. And this is going a little out of order, but I might as well say it. You guys might have come across across this. Uh, The the busts that follow you Mm -hmm. that uh, uh, that as you move, the perspective changes and they're always staring at you. Yes. Still spooks me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And here's a here's a bigger thing about the Haunted Mansion. This will apply to the episodes we do in the next five years all of them that there i'm so impressed that there are so many effects in this ride that i didn't really know offhand and they i think they've done a good job of keeping some of this stuff if not totally secret then like it's still you you got to wrap your head around how do they literally how do they do that Mm -hmm. uh and this and the bus is one of them and feel free to skip a minute ahead if you don't want to hear how they do it but you're talking uh, about the bus in the line or at the end? Yeah, before in the you, line, before right. Before you board, yes. Thank you. That, uh, th- that is not a regular bust. It is a little window box, and you are seeing into... Your, like, it's like a cut-open uh, bust, essentially, and you're seeing into the inside of it. And it's lit in such a way that it looks like the front of a of a bust but in fact it's the hollow inside of one and it's and uh, uh so it's just like this optical illusion thing and gracie and crump stumbled upon this because they were also working on the lincoln animatronic and there was a bust of lincoln's oh. head that was like open at the back and they passed by it and it was like hey look at that doesn't it look like Lincoln's looking at you? <laughs> like, here, go back and forth, and Lincoln followed what? the whole way. Wow. Yeah, so that's a hollowed out... It's not a real bust. It's a hollowed out yeah. reverse of a bust. That's uh-huh. crazy. You're looking into... Uh-huh. Uh, like a sculpture of a of a face. That's interesting. And, and, it, was, and it was originally Lincoln. It was Lin- Because Lincoln was just lying around. I can kind of see it now mm-hmm. in my head. Because I always have kind of thought that there was a dimension... I could kind of... Like, I always kind of could tell it felt like it was maybe an inverse, but that's yeah, very interesting. There's something that bugs you, and it doesn't feel like tangible. I'm sorry, it doesn't yeah. feel tangible. It feels like yeah. a like, but like, is it a some weird proto hologram? But no, in fact, there's no uh-huh. which again a- analog effects. So this is all pre digital. On top of the fact that it's all these like very clever like magician inspired effects, like Pepper's Ghost. And then also that I'm sure a lot is digitized now, but that all of the animatronics are run by this gigantic 
server room that's all punch cards and everything like, to pull this right off in 69 he's, he's is crazy. so boring. not that computers like help make a ride easy now every all the biggest right. best rides in the world are the most complicated things to wrap your head around ever the processing power of the falcon ride is going to be mind-numbing but like that it's just computer rooms it's just big crazy banks of how yeah. would they do this thing it's so it is why it's quite and a bunch of like throwing a bunch of like animators and story guys and then uh, they're not oh, some yeah. of these people have engineering backgrounds too but like just yeah hey figure this out yeah and, we're moving you we're moving you off of cinderella and on to figuring out how to make ghosts come alive right. yeah which it seems like there was a lot of tinkerers too like mm-hmm. Trump sure. was like a tinker and and gracie and like the way they talked about Yale Gracie is like he would just be in his all and he would just come up with stuff and he'd just have stuff sitting around on the shelf. And even if it wasn't used on a ride or a movie, they're like, oh, we can actually use that on a different ride or movie. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, oh, gotcha. Right, right. And the other thing to think about that all these guys doing this. Like, this is a very funny picture of Yale Gracie. This, and probably oh, my God. Most are you going to talk about the picture? There are so many good pictures of Yale Gracie with, with ghosts. With uh, ghosts. It is, with so, it is a ghost. treasure trove. Like, I, that, this is a very similar picture to what we'll post these. You just Google image Yale Gracie ghosts. Uh, uh, this picture of him pouring, like, champagne or booze or something into a glass of one of the ghosts is fantastic. Ah. Uh, I like... This one, he just looks like somebody's cranky grandpa or yeah. dad. All these guys with too, with a pipe, like a pipe firmly in his mouth. Oh, he's the pipe guy. Yeah, because there's he, a yeah, there's a video you can watch also from a, a special called Disneyland Showtime, and Kurt Russell narrates kind of what we've been describing, like these offices, and who knows if they were set up for the cameras or not, but like. You know, here's a workshop, your ideal image of what Imagineering could be, where mm-hmm. there's just ghosts everywhere. And yeah, you watch a guy with a pipe go and like mm-hmm. make an adjustment and he's smoking a pipe while working on the. So that's real. He just was this short sleeved yeah. workman guy with the a pipe. All these guys, even the pictures of Raleigh Crump uh, in the miniature of the Tower of the Four Wind. He's like in a short sleeve, like sure looks like on you know Johnny All American. Yeah. Well, they're all very. I mean, this is the same exact time as you know yeah. the moon, the moon landing oh, sure. in Apollo thirteen, and but yeah, it looks like the, the it's all a bunch of Clint Howards. They're all uh, yeah. <laughs> so short even sleeve, even the shirts. psychedelic artwork guys look like that, and that's the same yeah. thing of Jack Kirby's pictures of Jack Kirby sitting at his desk working. I mean, like, like sleeves rolled up, smoking a cigar. Right, because that's what you wore to work. There's yeah. a picture of Rolly with a yellow shirt, which is, I think, scandalous, maybe, for the time. <laughs> oh, shows what a, yeah, yeah. But what, what a, a wild man. man. Yeah, kind of a handsome uh, He's kind of a man. quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty built dude. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's in some of these videos, too. There's one where he, he and Walt have really kind of got this poor woman cornered. Or in, oh, like, that, I think that is uh, oh, yeah. Miss Tencennial of Disney. She was the uh-huh. ambassador for that's, the... That's another one. Do we know and, the name of that special? Oh, yeah. It's so great. I mean, I'm sure you could find it. That's the one where, like, Walt seems a little lit. I feel like I heard someone talking about this recently, (laughs) where he seems, like, a little, like, he's, like, in our spook house, or scary house, and he's, like, and and Gracie is, like, Haunted Mansion, Walt. (laughs) Like, he's... Yeah, 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 and he keeps um, going. Like, Haunted Mansion and uh, Oddities uh, from uh, Beyond, Beyond the Mind. No, something he ramble like that's not no that's not the name of it. <laughs> it it does seem like colloquially around the lot around wed they would call them the people working on this the illusioneers because they were oh, yeah. coming up with so many tricks right. and and they're called and stuff. it's wed 
This yes. is all this right. all this is pre it becoming called Imagineering. They yes. keep saying wed illusioneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah. Illusioner is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's not a that's not the worst alternate yeah. name for sure. I get Imagineers is a better I guess a better catch all, but mm-hmm. still. When does do the universal ones are they universal ears or I think they, just uh, Universal Creative? Yeah. I feel like there's not the a fun they really should have come up with a fun name. I we should borrow from uh upcoming topic uh, the bill and ted show uh, borrow a joke from them and call the universal engineers harry potheads <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah, hey fine. don't tip the appearance of harry pothead on an upcoming <laughs> spoiler oh, yeah, yeah. Week. Uh, harry pothead coming um but anyways well so more more in the parade of wonderful the wonderful <laughs> short sleeve stiff shirts. Yeah, uh, I guess now we could probably get into Mark Davis, Claude Coates, mm-hmm. and a lot of the ride, a lot of the story of what. Fine, now we're finally getting into what the actual, <laughs> what the actual we're an hour and twenty three minutes into the <laughs> podcast, and we're finally getting. I knew it. I knew we weren't going to get in the door, yeah, but there's so much there. The door, also, yeah. you know, we're not doing too much as like uh, jokes. We're so like, no, there's not a lot this of is at some topics when there's not anything to rail on. I'm worried about getting stuff wrong too in this episode, and mm-hmm. I already got the pirates wrong because I googled pirates and it popped 73 up because it's when Magic Kingdom opened, and I went, oh, it must be 73, and I'm like so worried now that we're gonna get like there's gonna be like haunted the, the mansion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, what opened in 73? Pirates, pirates in, in Florida. Oh, oh in Florida. So right. I'm saying okay. I already got something wrong and I started sweating because I did it. Because I, so I'm saying like we're just like not a lot of jokes, but we're going here and we're just trying to like tell talk about what's interesting. But that, I'm worried there's going to be a ton of haunted mansion episode where right. there's more room for error. Right, we're uh, talk, but there's going to be 50 Haunted Mansion nerds frothing yeah. at the mouth. But if you, well, well, we haven't even the... talked about the Bloodmere family yet. Oh, I know. But I don't know where they show up in the timeline, honestly. Um, I think it was a Ken Anderson alt version. That was a Ken Anderson version, yeah. Yeah, that was going to be this family who all like killed each other in comical ways, and they oh. are the ghosts singing. That sounds great, too. That should be end. a moment of the But then Haunted also Mansions. there's this like picture of like 11, that... that image the marketing image from the haunted mansion in orlando had all of these pictures of weird family members and i think they were the blood or maybe not again there's so much yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah weird and let's so let's get blood mirror manor going all of them but so but okay let's get into we're finally at least yeah, we're to here the, we're stepping yeah. up to the main the general Coates. concept and the just to break the down the real <laughs> basics of how the, the the story ends up being told is that Claude Coates was kind of the we talked about him with Snow White, Snow mm-hmm. White in Florida, his primary doing. Uh, he was he was more he was a master of like locations and setting and mood and feel and environments. Mm-hmm. Mark Davis, more of a character guy down the road, worked on country bears america sings jungle the, cruise uh, oh yeah 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 like, so like he's the guy with the he's the responsible for the jokes on the jungle cruise too like mm-hmm. in addition to characters and stuff it's it, his like whims he's a whimsical guy so many america the, sings yeah yeah so many which became which is many of the tableaus on splash mountain now so so many of the like famous oh that little animatronic scene is is Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. And uh, so being a character person, he's probably more about personality and more about comedy. And the big breakdown of this ride is, or was, should it be scary? Should it be funny? And 
the arbiter of this at some point in time might have been Walt Disney himself. But Walt Disney passed away mm -hmm. in 1966, so these Imagineers were left to left uh, to fight it out, scrap it own. out themselves. And that I think it's interesting because Coates and Davis did work together on Pirates, and yes. but you never hear but about Walt the war for was alive. Maybe Walt was well, helping with that. Okay. That's what they're saying. Like he would like the difference is that Walt would just make a decision. He they go, the here's what I want. Yeah. Well, Claude would say, I want to do this. Mark would say, I want to do this. And Walt would go, okay, we're doing the, he would pick one. Cause I Mark see. was characters and Coates was sets or like, yeah, I mean, there's from that what I down, but also yeah. clearly with that, there's also, I think this, the, the horror versus comedy. Yeah. Right. Uh, a breakdown and, and, uh, which, which Coates is, pushing more for for scary environments and yeah. uh, we, you know we'll explain how it how it kind of and ended up working out but yeah, and, and it, uh, to me it seems like mark davis his attractions have a lot of character like claude coates is tony baxter's mentor from what we can tell tony does seem to like a ride where you're the person on the ride maybe all of his rides don't have a ton of animatronics you're sort of experiencing something whereas mark davis's seem like you're going to go and watch a bunch of fun characters do something a little bit more. He's more uh, about that's the for my eye, my untrained eye. That's what I see when I look at the different rides. There's exceptions uh, sure. to the rule. But there's, like, you Figment know, it has a lot of personality, obviously. There's this general if you think about the the flow of Haunted Mansion and the ride that we may or may not uh, talk specifics <laughs> about. But the th that for a while it is a character free ride and you sort of just like get you know or you hear the ghost host but you right. don't uh or you see or you hear dead men tell no tales in uh in in pirates but it's so much of that that's another very long drawn out a lot is happening before you see specific characters and right the way they're they're kind of luring you into this world uh not unlike uh indie in a way mm -hmm. also that until you whip around that corner you don't the that there's this big sudden reveal of oh there's Indiana Jones but it's been all about going through this tunnel and right. uh, long 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 build up uh, which is a pretty cool way to to do a ride I find it a little strange that Harry Potter and and the gang are in the line is, is they do make an appearance in the, yeah. you mean not on the ride or they, just in uh, general well, I mean they're in the ride but the like that they aren't saved for the ride I think it's kind of a when you end up in that room and they're there sort you're of like, a digital oh, oh. Peppers ghost almost too. yeah which yeah. is cool it's not a big it's complaint a cool but it feels like a kind of like underselling oh we're gonna go see Harry Potter and yeah. then he's just in the, the specialness of it yes I see what you're saying the yeah. pro I, I, I think I'm I know the minds, justification I know the justification I yeah. think is that Hogwarts is so special Mm -hmm. that of course they're there like of course mm -hmm. the characters would be in hogwarts because i would argue also that like the harry potter ride is great i think that there should be a full-on hogwarts dark ride i would uh, argue that there there should be something that really lets you explore hogwarts even more to a degree than it just and more like the line. And stuff happening than like just yeah, it's on the way to other stuff yeah so i feel like maybe that's I, you're you're right, but I do get what they're thinking is of like you're in the school, you should see the students. Mm -hmm. Like I would like to see a full Hogwarts ride where it's like the students are there and like stuff is going on and oh, like sure, it's a yeah. bustle. Like, other I just than feel just like you tourists. save Harry. I, feel I like... mean, you're you're not you're. I think you're right. I'm just saying that's probably their justification. 
is that it is a working school and mm-hmm. all you're really seeing are so a couple people in robes and then there's a bunch of tourists. I, mine was more practical and I, I'd have to go back. I have to get maps from when I first went and like now, but I feel like when I was first there, there was a line on the map about take the castle tour. And there was a separate one of the queue lines mm-hmm. was just, you could just walk through Hogwarts mm-hmm. and not get on the ride. And oh, I feel like they were trying to pitch that as like a separate, a tra- like, hey, if you don't want to ride the ride, it's a little, ride is a little intense. If you just want to walk through, you can do that. I can't really tell the last times I've been there if they were pushing that because I feel like mm-hmm. they use it for express now or they just also, run anyone two I've lines. Ever, anyone I've ever tried to warn that the ride is intense laughs at me after they get off of it. It's happened like five times now <laughs> where I go, that's a pretty scary ride. And then like. They come on and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and like, this is anywhere from our friend Marissa to my mom. Mm-hmm. Like I went out with yeah. my mom and I was like, it's going to be pretty scary. My mom's like, it's not that scary. What are you I would only, about? I would give the motion sickness warning. Like, cause I oh. don't feel motion sickness on a lot. I don't have that. It's the one rare theme park really? problem I don't have. Uh, uh, but I do, I feel it on that. That's interesting. Ride. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that problem, but yeah. So we're almost going upside down. Like that was the yeah. thing that always struck me is with like as a kid I was scared to death of rides that went upside down. This goes like seventy percent of the way there. I was yeah. scared of the Dementors. Yes, no, I especially don't Certainly. like them. Yeah, those especially are, they get they close to you. The Dementors There's count like in Hollywood. More. Yeah, but now that again, now that I'm a Haunt fan, maybe I'll go back and I won't be so scared of You're, the Dementors. You also uh, became a real big fan recently of laying it on thick. <laughs> I think, to be fair, I think I've always been a fan of that. I well, that's you and I both, that. yeah. Uh, um, okay, let's keep, I think we I think we can get to the door, is right, what I think we can do. Well, anything more about Dave, well, oh, oh yeah, well, we yeah. can't, we can't, Davison Coates is still going. David Coates is still going. Because the Peacemaker eventually arrives. Yes. Exitensio. Exitensio. Uncle of... Uh, Hollywood director Peter Atencio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a guy who was like around the the uh, church that I went to growing up. And yes. my mom knew his daughter. And I ran it. I got to meet him in the church parking lot one time, and he drew a Mickey for me. And that's I still great. have that's that. It's a it's a very treasured thing. Yeah. Uh, but so he that thought also when you talk about why pirates and on a mansion feel like two parts of a whole uh that it's that it's coats it's davis and it's existencio existencio wrote the script also wrote the song and had never written songs in his life mm-hmm. uh, but he, yeah. he could like wrap his head around the fact that in both both yoho parts life for me and green green and ghosts that it has to be kind of in the round it has to be a right. circular song it cannot be a uh you know a live and let die with all these different sections <laughs> and uh, uh changes of tempo it has to uh, <laughs> it has to be one flow that's the best example i could think of i love live and let that. that's perfect like yeah. that and as that is opposed to like bohemian rhapsody live and mm-hmm. let die um the you know it, it has to be this like that that's i think how he could wrap his head around doing a song having not done one is that like okay well i know from rides how this has to function it has to loop right. like uh, like yeah. animatronics so and music by the music part of that by buddy baker mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah, um, yeah and they were i think he like both of both of those people both baker and intensia were surprised that they got the assignment they were like yeah. i think 
fiddling around with an idea and then we're like and then Walt will give it to the Sherman brothers but in this case <laughs> they did not so to actually yeah. strangely two of the most you know even though they did so many of the famous park uh, songs it was this was both both of these were Atencio and uh and he yeah beyond doing the song also like had to make heads or tails of all the stuff we've been talking about for an hour and a half all of the various show elements the 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 different directions that Coates and Davis wanted to go these weird scraps of here's an idea Raleigh Crump had here's an illusion that Gracie thought of he had to tie it all together and also at this point he was stuck with the general notion of okay what the fans are going to expect now is that this is a retirement home for ghosts. We are backed into uh-huh. that because when the mansion was just sitting with no attraction inside, uh, Walt's tasked new imaginary hire, Marty Sklar, who became eventually the head of the whole thing and worked there for decades and decades and decades. One of the first things he ever did was write this big note that was left on the gate explaining the backstory of it, the gist of which is, uh, and as Walt Disney had said in various media, this will be a place for homeless ghosts to stay. (laughs) Uh, One of the the first time Walt ever talked about it on record, he was for the BBC, and he talked about how he had sympathy for all of the ghosts in England that have nowhere to go because London got bombed during World War II. I read that too. That was was the most bizarre thing. What a bizarre thing to say. Can you imagine if a head of a company said that now? Referred to, yeah, like, and not that long after, because yeah. we now are about the same distance of time from 9-11, so like, what right. a place for the 9-11 ghosts to go. Bob Iger <laughs> announcing that the 9-11 ghosts are free to come to Disneyland. <laughs> like, what? They've been swirling around he the would... skies of Manhattan, but now, yeah. That... He'd have to resign. I mean, that's... <laughs> if well, he tweeted it, If yeah, James Gunn has to go away for, like, lame, bad, dirty, gross jokes from 10 years ago bob Iger inviting the 9-11 ghosts he needs to be punished for this thing we made up that he i did. agree you know I, what he does well in all <laughs> fairness though walt's famous last words of course were i will be ghost number a thousand change the script <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of those I, he's not one of the impressive he's just one of, like the third like knocking door yes. that's walt yeah. i used to think when i was a kid that he was one of to get this we shouldn't be talking about this, but the end of the ride with the heads that are singing, I used to think one of the heads was him. I did, too. Oh, I think yeah. I might have thought that, too. And yeah. I don't know if it was... Th- it's not Thurl, I don't think. Thurl Ravenscroft. I don't think that's who I was mistaking for Walt, but it might have been. It's like just a, a mustache the vibe. Man. Those heads, you can't see it, but all those heads underneath the neck are wearing short sleeve dress shirts with pocket protectors and yeah. a, somehow a full carton of cigarettes wedged in. if all of those heads were smoking cigarettes that would be the best oh god can you imagine how exhausting that would have been on message boards of like i think they should always be smoking cigarettes i can't believe they took out oh, the smoking yeah. bus all the ghosts were smoking in them in the graveyard and they should have be smoking forever smoking's okay but drinking is not <laughs> <laughs> those people would if there was a town and mansion bar they would shut the fuck up let's be honest these anti disneyland drinking people if you get if you get the um uh you get the drink and then you get I was going to say a real tiny glass, Some, a fancy shot, a hat box shaped shot glass that you put oh, yeah, yeah. into of like you get a margarita Cadillac it's style no and brainer. you put the little. Oh, uh, and he like dumps it himself. Oh, if that yeah. was possible. Everything's dry ice everywhere. Every, yeah. There we go. These uh, again, it's crazy that that doesn't exist. They were going to do that Tower of Terror bar in Florida and they didn't for oh, some weird man. reason. But 
Mike Carlson would draw the line if they served wine. <laughs> an yeah, alcoholic well, that's drink. an alcoholic drink. <laughs> uh, margarita is a fun drink <laughs> or a colorful drink. This, to me, one of the strangest things ever said <laughs> out loud by anyone or been certainly on the podcast itself. Well, I mean, it, I mean, in full disclosure, we're recording this on the 20th of October, which is our one year anniversary. And I picked up a bottle of sparkling wine for us to enjoy yeah. at this episode. And Scott has been like licking his lips and salivating this whole time. So in Mike's defense, uh, if you, yeah, you probably haven't heard it. Mike's had to edit out uh, beat by beat all of the all of my smacks. But uh, and also people probably and a lot of episodes, though, uh, my neighbor has a window sill with a pie on it and Jason often. Oftentimes is licking his lips and salivating, so I have to edit that out often as well. There's just a cherry pie cooling on a windowsill. You knew what you were getting into when you moved here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have to. Oftentimes, as you're floating off the couch toward it, I have to pull you back down and yeah, put you on the couch again. Yeah, I have an anchor again. around my ankle now yeah. to prevent that. But when you close the blinds, then you can't see your neighbor who is uh, a burlesque model in a 40s uh, no, bathing suit. Get her away! <laughs> no, um, indecent. <laughs> All right, so uh, where are we? Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're step- forty minutes into the haunted mansion, and we haven't talked about. I love. Okay, anything. well, I think the divide is becoming clear. I think the you door come, is come the- back next year, and we'll talk about you know the stuff inside. We'll talk about Some the rooms. So, uh, uh, how about the? So we have the war. We have Exitensio making peace. Mm-hmm. My, and, and I, what, oh. I think like the. It seems to me like wh- how it ended up working out is that. The beginning of the ride pre-characters is like that's the scary zone, spooky, and yeah. that and it's and it's kind of keeping this this tone of okay, like there's going to be there's going to be a wake, ghosts are going to mm-hmm. start appearing, but is that going to be okay or is that going to be terrifying? And you get to live in that for a little while, and then probably the Leota scene starts to transition. She's not funny, but she's like making you comfortable with the idea we're going to start seeing ghosts mm-hmm. and, yeah. then it, and then the ballroom starting to get a little funnier and then by the final by the graveyard party now oh ghosts are fun actually yeah. i like ghosts i want to i like a ghost ghosts not scary to me <laughs> uh, Josh I, I was ask, first. <laughs> where do you guys personally think the line where where does where is the brackish water between the fresh water and the salt water where is like the delta i think you know? it's the uh um my very, my favorite thing in the ride uh, is the uh, the duel. The two ghosts That's in the exactly, paintings yes. who are facing apart from each other and then they turn and they shake. I agree. Oh, and that okay. to me is where it starts That's to get That's exactly what funny. I was going to say. Yes, because yeah. it's like, it's still kind of scary, that whole room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's scared like, me as a kid. I was like, I like this, but I'm happy I'm on the second floor. <laughs> like, I'm happy I'm abo- like, above them. Because they don't have like... And I don't know this. We didn't need to research this because we won't do this until 2020, 2021. (laughs) But uh, I didn't like the feeling you get because I think it's a little bit farther away than the graveyard ghosts is that those people aren't as full of life, even though they're moving. Mm -hmm. They don't have as much character to them. I don't see them as friendly. I see them as like having a party and I'm intruding upon it. Whereas when you're in the graveyard, you're enjoying you're they're happy that you're there well and they're part of like a very formal functional like if you went to like a royal 
banquet yes. and order to that. Here now is the dancing part, and now we sit at the table and we use this knife and uh-huh. we. But the by the graveyard party, all bets are off. Yeah. Everybody's hanging everywhere. There's lampshades on sure. heads. There people have broken out into different clusters. There's no order. <laughs> Right. Uh, left and that's my so my my view of how this that's the story works is that yeah that you're like nervous about ghosts am i gonna like ghosts oh wait they're having a fun party i actually i shouldn't have been afraid uh the whole time so then you're accustomed to like i guess i'm i guess i'm a fan of ghosts all right well very good one's gonna follow you home and it's like mm, whoa wait hang a on minute. a second i didn't agree let's not for. go nuts here yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's my, that's, that's how I perceive the story. Uh, uh, and I think I, I, so I think you get this gradient from Coates into, yeah. uh, in, into Davis in a very fun way. But as we talked about yeah. a little bit in Snow White, um, you know, uh, Coates didn't get to do his full on hit, like trapping people in a scary, stressful right. environment, which is why when he he got his dream in Florida and <laughs> did the Snow White ride, it was super scary, super not uh-huh. character oriented. Uh, um, so <laughs> somebody's just yelling in the other room. Goose. Um, but that's that's like where, uh, I, you know, so to tie our whole spooky month uh, together, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Snow White probably doesn't happen as terrifying as it uh, as it is well, uh, without. And as a a friend of the show uh, pointed out recently, like we said, uh, T- Claude Coates was Tony Baxter psyched him as a mentor figure. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to do Haunted Mansion in Paris, Phantom Manor definitely leans more towards the scary. Yeah. Than the whimsical. Although oh. there is also competing stories about that. That mm-hmm. you know the French. They they get scary. They Tony always said they get scary. They get funny. They don't get them together. So oh, like they have to kind of go in one direction or the other. The, the, this is I'm sure this <clears throat> excuse me. This point has been made before, but the haunted mansion and pirates are structured like um, Wilco frontman Jeff Tweedy talks about putting a concert together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he likes to start out with like, maybe like a challenging, like moodier stuff. And by the end, it's a celebration. And it made a lot of sense to me when I heard him talk about what a con, like a concert structure like that. You want to end on a very fun, triumphant note, but you start out kind of wading into something that's a little bit more like dark or challenging. So it really is kind of a perfect structure for a show in general. Hmm. Like just to use. So, you know, you start out with Ashes of American Flags, but then by the end, you're playing Monday, you're playing I Got You, you know, all your fun Wilco rockers. Mm -hmm. It like makes a lot of sense to me when when we're talking about like the way they transition out and then the way this stuff ends. And in this case, you get scary version of Grimgin and Ghosts into Mm -hmm. mid step waltz version Mm -hmm. of of Grimgin and Ghosts into fun, kooky uh ragtime grim grinning ghosts. yes and, yeah. and i'm describing jason's dream a concert that is all grim grinning ghosts <laughs> front to back of different yeah. 70 minutes uh <laughs> and i'm gonna do you one better on that mike uh Go for uh, it. uh the wilco album yankee hotel foxtrot uh-huh. a very labored creative process yes very labored much yes. like on a mansion an album that in my mind looms very large uh also <laughs> probably think did like pitchfork give that like a perfect ten like the it's year a, that well, came a out album, it was so like they the album have, yeah. of the year yeah so do we Jay give Bennett the haunted mansion a perfect 10 a perfect 10 yeah I think or are we are we the snobbier end of pitchfork and it's just eh, 7.8 <laughs> 
Uh, fine. It's pretty good. Why did they give the rafts to to Tom Sawyer Island at seven point nine? I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe instead of the whole scale plus it up, we should just start doing the pitchfork rating on these rides. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For all the uh, all the rides, will give a, a very precise amount and then uh, yeah and then like strangely like to make a point we give 10 out of 10 to the mm-hmm. jimmy fallon right ride. and just we, like yeah you know pop art it's uh what's the problem with that <laughs> all right which of them had a job interview <laughs> those people this week <laughs> they're trying to get the to a more mainstream uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm heading to mtv.com <laughs> um well where are we and how do we how do I we proceed well, we uh we keep trying to get into the queue and uh we keep getting spooked by curveballs and i've got another one the world's oh. fair the 64 65 world's mm-hmm. fair yes probably i mean the the second big event that affected this ride um, in addition, the other being Walt Disney's uh, passing, mm-hmm. but the World's Fair, a lot of Imagineering, a lot of WED, uh, and presumably Mapo, which is the manufacturing arm of WED, uh, diverted to making World's Fair sort of stuff. But greatly, uh, uh, the work done for that and the research done for that greatly influenced this ride um Mm -hmm. all the animatronics work uh done for the world's fair attractions and the ride says the early early pre-omni mover ride system for the ford magic skyway oh of a continuously moving ride vehicle that was refined into the omni mover used in um Adventures through inner adventures through inner space and other mm-hmm. Claude Coates. Yes. So creation. if you don't know about if you don't know the mechanics of adventures through inner space, that those were what became the Doom buggies. Mm-hmm. It's these pods with the high backs, uh, yeah. the the best vehicles in which to make out at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, thus leading to Haunted Mansion being the best ride in which to make out. Uh, Have um, you? Did you? Did didn't you make out in a Doom buggy? Oh, you know it. Uh, or like you kissed? <laughs> oh no 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 no! What was the story? Oh no, I did. Well, there was I like knowing that you know, uh, knowing that I like this was if I was gonna get it done right. Uh, that's the time. Uh, that's yeah yeah. I think I talked about this is the same one where I had some of this some of this mischief with the Matterhorn. Oh yes um, yes. And we were like the whole day isn't and we were trying to evade right. the very overprotective mom. Right me and my long distance girlfriend who I only saw once a week so we had to make out at Disneyland because there was no other option so did you say once a week uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry I only saw her a week a year that's is what I, what I okay. meant <laughs> that was how I spent my high school years for you the listener I was had a girlfriend I only saw one week a year so I had any uh, uh, any exploration I wanted to do I had to do at family friendly uh, uh, park destinations <laughs> mm-hmm. so once again if it, if you've been listening for a year that's just a reminder that things like that are why we are the way we are <laughs> uh, crucial backstory that's, just like all this yeah. crap about Raleigh Crump yeah. and uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, led to the iconic podcast the ride boys we are today <laughs> so iconic um, no 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 so we like knowing the layout of it we was we were like always trying to we were always trying to escape the overprotective uh you know just the uh you know like very much like in a movie like the uh 
Katie Holmes's first daughter trying to escape <laughs> from the prying eyes of the of Secret Service. I, uh, I swore you were going to go with Amanda Bynes and Frankie Muniz trying to escape movie executive Paul Giamatti. <laughs> big, big fat, fat liar. liar. By hiding in the costume By department? Hiding, yes. And then having a wild romp through uh, uh, all Universal the costumes Studios, and props? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another. That's a big theme park movie. Well, uh, we can... Uh, sure. that's, maybe that's a Patreon. That sounds like Patreon a Patreon. commentary like on a Patreon. Big Fat Liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, I like... I to, like when the elevator doors opened i like broke off and like we got away from her mom and i could see her like getting lost in the crowd and pushed oh, back wow and we're getting steps ahead and we're you know now we're like seven doom buggies ahead of her oh, wow. so we can do we she can do whatever we want oh yeah she was furious absolutely uh uh nothing <laughs> she enjoy could do this about attraction on their own because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna say lightly you... graze her uh boob over the shirt uh, without me watching, uh, that was, pale wet boy. Who knows what he'll do? Wet? <laughs> yeah, he's sweating. Oh. It's just uh, you're, constantly. I see you're not. In, you're not incorrect. Also, keep in mind, I had. If you've seen a photograph of me, I had hair twice as uh, long. Oh this, yeah, I think I've seen something. Uh, uh, so that's my that's my haunt. Hey, wor- worked out great. I was the happiest haunt in the whole mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I will be back with my death certificate. <laughs> Did you just run to get back in the line then after that? That would have been smart. No, then yeah. we then we were we were good beyond oh, that. Okay. Yeah, no cell phones. Yeah, you, don't, you don't want to get too lost, you know. No, there yeah, so I'm not sure we all had so this we were yeah. we're talking like 2001 or so, which is two. Uh anyway, so we've obviously covered all the important stuff, my makeout adventures mm-hmm. in the year 2001. Mm-hmm. We've talked about first daughter uh and Wilco. What um here, what what can we how can we wrap this up for this Oof. this chapter i mean we've i actually i think the entire origins episode makes a lot of sense yeah i feel good about it but what's yeah. it, what's anything big that we haven't oh you were starting to say I mean, oh, the well the, 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 the doom mover, buggies the yeah the doom buggies as they call them in the haunted mansion um a uh, couple interesting things about that one the uh only time doom buggies is said in the haunted mansion is when they come to a stop and hmm. that recording that says, like, you know, oh. spirits have, you know, interrupted your journey. Mm-hmm. Please stay in your doom buggy. That is Exitensio. Oh. Saying it. That no, is his voice. I didn't know that. Who's also the skull in uh, Pirates. In Pirates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Not no, same guy does the safety announcement, <laughs> wrote the song, wrote the dialogue. Yeah. And here, look, we've talked about this. We've talked about everything, any and everything, except for this, besides the specific stuff in the right. Mm-hmm. But the dialogue, mm-hmm. indelible, famous, people quote it with the exact intonation. So many lines from this are so quotable that it was all from this same guy. That's uh, uh, that's totally bonkers. And I'm sure we'll get into our, our favorite stuff, you know, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, that's also a fe- the um, I remember that being one of the like early. Oh, let me let me try to impress people I'm taking here with my little, uh, you know, my, my, my odd little knowledge. You know, these are called uh, Omni Movers. Uh, I remember knowing maybe Aaron was the early sign. Aaron was the one is that she th- I told her about Omni Movers and she thought that was neat. <laughs> Other people, I'm like, this is called an Omni Mover. What? Who cares? Could the difference have been she just smiled and was like, cool. When uh, you say neat, or was she literally like, "Oh, that's very cool"? Like you believed it? Oh yeah, no, I sh- no, oh no, a very, a very earnest okay. smile and the word neat, and she still likes to use the word omni move. She likes to point uh-huh. out omni movers to others. It's a, it's a match made in 
It is that's rated nominee movie Evan. I mean, I all I the, I I wasn't saying she wasn't actually interested. I was just saying that the difference between some the average person when they hear omni mover they their eyes glaze over and they go mm-hmm, what a, who mm-hmm. cares a shit and then just the difference between somebody going oh cool yeah seems like yeah that's a yeah 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 that's, that's all like, that's all you're was, the one marry yeah. me now uh I, yeah, yeah absolutely agree i uh mild interest in what you're saying that's but, what I'm but the ride system is like uh, and there's not a, a ton of rides that are this but you wish there were more rides that were this that you yeah. never that it's it's one it's a it's not individual cars. It is a trail of cars right. that is never stopping. It's that's continuous. Yeah, it's, and that's yeah. what Little Mermaid and that's is. That's how they that's solved what, the. That was one of the big problems with the walkthrough ideas. Is mm-hmm. you weren't going to get enough people through mm-hmm. the Omni Mover. Pretty much doubled how there, many people could get through this thing. There really should be in each theme park. There should be like three versions of this. Yeah, like there should be like because People Mover is a version of this, mm-hmm. especially the one in Florida. I think Florida moves more. Whatever. It's a bigger, longer thing yeah, yeah. you can eat up more people yeah like people mover version of this is your like inner space was uh uh little mermaid sorry mm-hmm. um it because like it's practical. it wasn't like a, the, um, a dream flight or isn't um oh, uh, i guess you'd call it's not the pod it, but buzz lightyear is that's true yes good yeah, point yeah, yeah, yeah dream flight and if you would wings yeah because just something you can literally get people off the ground yeah. and the imagineers liked it because they could control the speed and what your perspective would be and what you were going to look at oh the, i think the idea when you see the early discussion of this ride vi- that we can make you that we can spin you around that you can go backwards right that that oh, i think yeah. is a mind-blowing uh a mechanism that they uh, got to put in yeah um, yeah the amount of control they suddenly added it really is like one of the most ingenious uh mm-hmm. uh very systems. and it seems like it would have been a version of this is that third ride that got canceled from star wars land is that is the you think that's the deal well, so, they, they supposedly it was like a people mover bantha ride and bantha's a big like furry creature i don't know how they were going to make it look like you were on the back of it yeah. but like mm-hmm. it was just a people mover type thing where it would just be a continuous and you just zip around above the whole land Mm. Yeah, and Which colloquially called is... people eaters because sure. they take so many people out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, this was interesting to me. This is concept art of the doom buggies going down the portrait hallway. Ah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Which don't, 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 isn't some now. of that stuff or the busts or something saved for when you're on the ride in Disney World? I think some of the some of the elements are different. Like it's well, not yeah, in the line; the, it's on the ride. The line is a little shorter when you're when you get off the elevator. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like it's it's a different line, and it's not it's it's a better line after the elevator to the ride in Disneyland. Okay. Oh, interesting. But okay, some of okay. it's yeah, some of and it's on the wall all, a little bit. This is stuff we will uh, we'll get into. Also, the differences yeah. between which I thought there were just yeah. a few, but as you go through this book that we've pulled all, a lot of this mm-hmm. info from, there are a ton of different. A ton of differences between all of these places. And yes. you'll be hearing this in a few years when President Michael Avenatti uh, <laughs> is made everything right. <laughs> President Conman the second uh, is in Fight charge fire of the country. He's our Conman, though. He's our Conman. I've been getting more on board the Avenatti train day by day, only because I've lost all hope. But I don't. Do I think he'd be a good president? Of course not. But I, we need a guy who can, like, you know, be, who would like smack Trump in a debate. Well, look, Scott, the <laughs> residents of River City were very fond of Professor Harold Hill when he rolled into town uh, to yeah, save them from the ills of billiards. He was a nice man. <laughs> the boys band. He seemed nice. Yeah. And it, it, it kept being nice, right? Uh, 
uh, by and large, in the end, actually, yes, I've I've oh, uh, fucked myself with that point because <laughs> everyone likes him at the end. Violently uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, um, would have been better. Oh yeah, yeah he does true. actually abscond yeah. with the. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, um, so, I mean, we're at we, the they, look. We, we we, what a climax! <laughs> we talked about what omni movers are. Yep. Um, what else do you think? What's a good like? How, how do we lead? When? What? And and how do we? I, so I guess we'll pick it up next time in a year. Yeah, in a by year by going room by room because mm-hmm. I truly and I think going room by room. Do we even get to the end of the ride? No. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know because there's so much. Just in each of there's so much personality. There's so many uh, wonderful gags. I have a lot of thoughts about the employees working, and I like we all have. I think our own taste of what we would do if we were working the haunted mansion. That's sort of a dream. Everybody kind of fantasizes. Stretching portrait is yeah. Yeah. Everyone fantasizes about working. I think haunted. Whenever you go, hey, if you worked at Disney, where would you want to work? I think most people say haunted mansion. Hmm. That seems like a num probably the number one, or Hmm. our. I guess Tower of Terror. Usually people like to say, oh, I could be like creepy to people. Something where you people get to like do stuff or like the late great movie ride, you know? Yeah, sure. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, interact with people. See? Oh, after all that, Bugs, <laughs> he materializes. Yeah. I'm Different actors, see? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I guess you're right. I I'd have to think about that. Where I would want to? Did you guys? I didn't know until there's a little tease of stuff to talk about that there were live actors briefly in the yes, 80s. That yes, was, I didn't realize that. Are That's are crazy. Uh huh. Yeah, um, people scared, hated it. Scared <laughs> you me as today. A kid. I would love it because love I'm a big Haunted fan. Jersey Shore haunted houses. Like I would go to the person working the line and go like, "Excuse me, are there real people in this, or is it just the robots?" And if they said there's real people that jump out, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. Because mm-hmm. I think it's it somehow might be worse than haunts because at least haunts you are you are moving and you can look away. Like if you're in a little oh, car, yeah. you're I've, trapped. I, I mean, we've all been on this ride so many times, but I've thought now since I know that fact, I've thought about it being on the ride. So especially going down the hallway, I'm like, what would be a really what would scare the shit out of me right now? I guess if somebody actually came through the door, like very fast, if somebody just popped through the door, Ooh, yeah. you lose your mind. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if you, if a person was just like, <laughs> can staring, I ask you some questions about yeah. Wreck-It Ralph? Ralph breaks the internet. <laughs> you have a couple minutes to answer a survey. Uh, if like the, if the omnimover mover like turns around and there's just a person like, like staring at you, like at right, I guess maybe after, I'm trying to think, like maybe when you enter the attic, because the attic is so claustrophobic. Oh yeah, yeah, you like stuff like around. that. I've thought about. I think if Leo, like if Leota shattered and like hopped into my car and not <laughs> sure. the others, only my like her like her uh-huh. decrepit, uh, like you know her her. <laughs> Her pale, hardened, uh, sure. uh, rigor mortis face, uh, uh, you know, and, and there's like little squishes with each pounce, and then mm, she's gross. up in my yeah, yeah. I think if that's she a, if it shattered like a fishbowl and Leota was in my lap, I'd be uh, that's that's, a, a, that's the worst thing I could think of. That's a Rolly Crump idea. That's mm. a weird idea. Too, I yeah. think Too it's weird a little weird, the... but I think it's good. I think you can make it work with with some finessing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but it's yeah, it's scary, but it's part weird. of the development. Uh, uh, and we'll yeah, we'll keep perfecting. Let's see if let's see if we were let's say Crump Crump Coates and Davis. Who of the three of us? Like which of us are which guy? Mm. Uh, what do you think? Who's the weirdest? We of all the three? we're all little. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're all parts of all of them, but for the fun exercise, we, we should all just... go a little mad sometimes. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm a little, Claude, I feel like I'm Claude now because of how much I like scary stuff. <laughs> so I'm Claude. I'm I'm Crump because of how I trip out on psychedelic wine. That's true. And Jason is clearly Mark Davis because he's Davis. a whimsical. You, I am whimsical. Yeah, he's a whimsical. A lot of character. Very specific character. I mean, certainly the most memorable of the three of us. You know. Oh, well, I'll take that compliment. <laughs> Put that in my pocket for later. <laughs> you were designed. If we could have, you know, I really don't want to call for fan art, but if you could draw a picture of Mark Davis creating Jason <laughs> on an animation desk, <laughs> that would be really great. Remember, it all began with a Jason. <laughs> um, I, hey, I like that. That's good. With a nice call for fan. Okay, well, then I think I can say you survived a haunt cast the fright in which... The I, the ride in question was not discussed. Right. Uh, but I hope you found all of this information yes. interesting. I think it's all crucial backstory and crucial yes. development for uh, what what became the iconic ride that we will get into next year. Yes, we so, hope you'll meet us at the Wrought Iron Gates this <laughs> Halloween season next October. Yes, yeah. and if you're only listening, if you if you only intend on listening to our Haunted Mansion episodes, then I would say. Don't hurry back because <laughs> you got a while to wait. Uh, we are going to be waiting as long as people waited for the actual ride to be built yes. in Disneyland. That's a good yeah. idea. Maybe we yeah. get it done. In, can we get it done in six years? We'll try. Maybe we'll try. <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, we'll we'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, so from hey for uh, hey guess what? Uh, uh, next week we're going to be covering a a a, a, a spooky theme park attraction that i think is every bit as iconic <laughs> indelible iconic. clean and perfect as the haunted mansion so I, and, come back and, and, to and find out what that positive is positive about it as we have <laughs> yeah. about this. you will find us glowing mm. about uh, all of the the, yeah. the incredible writing and detail in this yes. uh, attraction in the meantime Please go to patreon.com. Oh, it's, you can do it right now. The ride. It's so exciting to you say. Can ha- we will waste two more hours of two your time with a totally different attraction. For, different building full of attraction. For only five little dollars a month. <laughs> you can barely get a McDonald's meal at that for deal. No, you can. If you use the app like I do, I can get a two to three dollar meal, and it's actually very satisfying. But like, you so. barely get a comic book for that price well, nowadays. That's true. And we'll give you hours of entertainment. Hours that's of true. entertainment. And you know what's funny is that like the Haunted Mansion, today the first Patreon topic, Disney Quest, is a building with no windows and no doors. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point. <laughs> Tie it all together. So yeah, head to patreon.com slash podcast. Right. I'm so excited it's open and thanks people for uh, encouraging us to do this and thanks in advance for checking it out mm-hmm. if, if you're going to do it. And uh, and, and if for our regular hijinks, head to Twitter at podcast mm-hmm. the ride, Instagram podcast the ride, our mm-hmm. podcast the ride Facebook group, at podcast the ride at gmail.com and with which, again, I'll keep saying it. Send us ideas, stuff that you want to see as Patreon uh, uh, content or any kind of content or write us uh, uh, letters or complain about uh, the very slow speed, the almost Omnimover-like mm-hmm. pace at which we are moving through the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well. You've survived mm-hmm. Hauntcast the Fright. I, I did he say that it. already. But, Hurry uh, back. <laughs> he said that to you. Deflected. I think this is the second time you forgot that we said it already. Or Scott said I it honestly, already. this time I did not you remember zoned out. again. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I just wanted zone. to do the hurry back voice. See you over on the at the second gate. Forever. Yeah. Dog. 
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us 